UnitedSportsTalk.com now presents Mount St. Joseph University College Football. We're minutes away from the kickoff of today's game, and it's time now for the Cover 3 Financial Lions pregame show. A look at the upcoming contest and interviews. And now, the Cover 3 Financial Mount St. Joseph Lions pregame show. And a very pleasant good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Cincinnati, Ohio, Schuler Field here in Cincinnati, the Mount St. Joseph University, where today it is homecoming, and it is an outstanding day for football here in Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm Dave Mitchell. Alongside is Chris Morris. And this afternoon, the Lions will be entertaining the Manchester Spartans, the surprising Manchester Spartans, who come into this game with a record of 2-0 and in the conference. And they are 2-3 and overall in the season. Meanwhile, the Mount St. Joseph Lions, they are 3-2 and overall. And they are also 2-0 and on the season. And Chris, when you played the schedule game coming into this season, you looked at this game, you anticipated one of these two teams would be 2-0 and heading into this game, but not both. Yeah, both teams off to a strong start in conference play, 2-0, and big matchup here this weekend, and uh, Manchester's coming in here with a lot of confidence, the Mount starting uh, freshman quarterback coming off a really big game, so both teams are playing for a lot of standings and a lot of things going on this weekend. Well, today we are going to see three... Today, excuse me, today we are going to see three players of the week in the Heartland from last week. Manchester's Jamal Hubbard, Andrew Kibler, their kicker, and the Mobs' Tyler Prather. MSU is coming off of a win last week here at Schuler Field, 28-14. to It was the first start by Tyler Prather in that ballgame, Chris, and he was outstanding. He was calm, cool, collected, smart with the football, and uh, drove this football field up and down with the offense. Really good offensive performance, 444 yards total, and uh, he looked outstanding. And he was, as we said, completed 30 passes in the ball game, and he stepped into that starting role for Josh Taylor and handled everything just impeccably. You could tell in the first drive of the game, they drove down, scored a touchdown. Me and you both sat up here and said, he's settled, he's ready to go. And uh, that really set the tone for the ball game. Well, Prather, before this afternoon's ball game, talked a little bit about how he prepared this week for the contest. Tyler, as we head into this afternoon's ball game, go back to last week. What was the difference in your mindset for the upcoming week when you knew that you were going to be the starter? It was a little bit different than the Bluffton game because I wasn't just thrown into the fire. But it was honestly kind of similar because the first drive that I was in both games, the first two plays, we didn't do anything. I kind of messed up. But then the third play, we ended up scoring. So that makes you feel better. Just first drive in and, you know, you make something happen. Did they try to make things just a little bit easier? Because from up in the booth, it looked like you were just going out there and you were going to sling it all over the place right away. Yeah, I feel like uh, Coral and the rest of the offensive staff had confidence in me. They didn't really, they didn't really baby me into the to the game. They kind of let me go because they knew what I was capable of. And I, like, I'm a freshman, but I feel like they had confidence in my throwing ability and reading defenses and everything. So they just kind of let me go. What's the thing that you, when you go up to the line of scrimmage and you approach everything and you look over the defense, what's the things that you're looking for so you can tell whether or not the play is going to work and if you've got an audible? Obviously, look at the DBs, their leverage, and uh, just, I mean, I trust my guys to win against anybody, really. Just see where to go, kind of how the defense is lined, how the DBs are lined up, and then the front, if I have to make any changes to the protection. Just so, just keep me safe in there and so I can get the ball off in time. We have talked, Chris and I have talked a, a little bit about how you're not as evasive as Josh, but you've got some moves out there that you can get away from the, the defense when they come in at you. 
right? Josh is kind of one of a kind. He can he can run a lot, but I obviously can't run. I mean, I played in triple option offense in high school, but I I like throwing the ball a little bit more, and I, I can run when I need to. It's fun to run. I like it, but I I like sitting in the pocket too and just and just slinging it around a little bit. Now as you've got your second week of moving in as the starter, do you feel a little more entrenched there and feeling a little more at ease? Yeah, I feel confident and it's, I'm more comfortable in there now just because I've got, I've got real college reps now. I know what it's like and the guys on the team have kind of rallied behind me and they have trusted me so that makes it a lot easier too. You talked a little bit earlier about the receivers and you do have a good bunch of receivers out there. Do you get entrenched with just one or two of them or like last week you spread the wealth, you went eight receivers deep. Yeah, I like spreading the ball around a little bit, and we have a bunch of guys that are, they play similar really, they're all shifty and they can, they all get open, so it's kind of just a match up, uh, what side we kind of want to go to, and I don't want to, I try not to lock in on one guy, but if one guy, like last week, we had the one drive where Ken Holt, like he was just on fire, we kept, we ran, ran the RPOs and he just happened to keep getting open, so. If they're winning and they're hot, you got to give them the ball, but I like to spread their wealth, too. It looked like after the first two drives, then you, you had a couple of drives where it was three and out. looked like they made some adjustments, but then you guys came back and made adjustments also. Is that what it was? Yeah, we kind of got stuck there. Uh, we had to make some adjustments to the protection just to kind of get a little bit more time to get the ball off. But once we had it figured out, we, we started rolling. Being that this is homecoming weekend, tell me about why you chose the mount over the other colleges that you had to choose from. I just felt like when I came on my visit here, it was everybody, it seemed like a close-knit community. Everybody was welcoming to me, and um, obviously the offense was really appealing. Just get to come in and sling the ball around a lot. But I just feel like the, the Mount was a good community, and they, they just welcomed me. What are you majoring in, Tyler? I'm majoring in computer science, but I plan on ma- double majoring next year in uh, mar- uh, business marketing as well. Good luck today. Thank you. Chris, when you look at the kid and how he did last week, I mean, it was amazing. He he really did spread the wealth around eight receivers catching passes. The the thing that I kind of got from that interview, the word trust came out several times, and that's what they did with this kid early on when he had to come in a few plays for when Taylor got injured early in the season. The coaching staff trusted Prather to come in. Prather trusts his wide receivers. He trusts the offensive line. And they all trust him to be able to make the big plays, and he showed that last week. Joey Newton led the team with eight catches, 127 yards, a touchdown. Chandler Kinholt had seven receptions, 75 yards receiving in a TD. Finally, Austin Brock continued to impress as he had five catches, 64 yards, and another touchdown. As a team, the Lions' defense came through when they had to. They had three interceptions on the day. They continue to make big play after big play for us, and uh, all the credit to the defensive line and putting pressure in the DBs and the linebackers. Coach Rick Thompson has them playing at a very high level. Devin Donenworth, he had two interceptions on the day. And Andrew Pierce grabbed one on the first play of the game. The senior linebacking core of Julius Fisher and John Finn registered double-digit tackles, and Finn led with 14 of them, three for a loss and a sack. Fisher had 11 tackles, two for a loss, a half sack. And then you've got Anthony Wright, who covered the backs coming out of the backfield. Yeah, just the linebacking core has been outstanding. Every week there's a new one leading us in tackles. They're all full of leadership. Obviously our defensive backs with 10 interceptions on the year is very impressive. And uh, just as a whole, the defense has continued to get better week in and week out. Chris, Manchester in the spring 
was winless. They were 0 and 7 overall, 0 and 5 in the Heartland. The last time they were 2 and 0 in conference play was all the way back in 2015. They beat Earlham, who no longer has a football team, to open the season, and then they beat us 44-31 to go 2 and 0 in 2015. But they went on to finish 5 and 3 in the conference. This year they're 2 and 0. They beat Franklin and Defiance last week, 22 to nothing. But their offense has been sporadic. They had just one touchdown last week and five field goals from their their all-conference kicker, Kibler. Yeah, I mean, Manchester coming into the season, preseason ranked eighth in the conference. So, like you said, it's a very surprising 2-0 start. But for them, started the season out 0-3 and uh, continue to battle back, start at conference play, kind of a fresh slate. Here they are, 2-0 and this afternoon, bringing in a ton of confidence. And uh, they've had to go through four quarterbacks, trying to find a running attack, trying to find a couple receivers. And yet, they're 2-0, and and they still probably haven't played their best football yet. But their running back last week, David Smith, ran for 124 yards, 19 carries. They rushed for 152 yards against Defiance. And their defense racked up seven tackles for losses and four sacks on the afternoon. So the Lions will have to be on the lookout for that. I agree. Their defense is kind of been the story of this team so far making big time plays the running back obviously smith had a big game last week and then their kicker uh, kibler getting a conference special teams player of the week and uh, he did a really good job scoring 16 of the team's 22 points last weekend these two teams met last spring on april 17th the saturday afternoon up in northern indiana and the mount came away with a 2.4442 victory but they had 573 yards of total offense in that game 169 of them on the ground, 404 yards passing in the ball game. They had a huge lead, and Manchester managed to come back in the ball game and pull it to within two. Newton had two, six catches on the afternoon, and if you go all the way back to 2007, Chris, the Lions have gone 12 and two versus Manchester and five and one here at Schuler Field. They've won five in a row over the Spartans. Yeah, you just hope that that stat maybe improves a little bit more today for the Lions. But uh, again, Manchester's going to come out. They're going to put up a fight, and the Lions are going to have a fight on their hands today. Nate Jensen has got this team playing as hard as they can, and he is in his sixth year as head coach at Manchester, 18-34 and 34 overall, and he is 16-22 and 22 in the Heartland Conference. His offensive coordinator is Chuck Errett, defensive coordinator Khalil Hill, Ty Hopperton, the head coach of the Mount. He is 29 and 12 in his five years here at Mount St. Joseph and 24 and 7 in the Heartland Conference. When we come back, we're going to talk about some of the festivities that have been going on here on campus at Mount St. Joseph University for homecoming and volleyball action. We'll do all that when we return after this. 100% financing is back. If you're looking to purchase your first home or need a bigger home, contact Cover 3, affiliated with the Mortgage Network. We can finance 100% if you have a credit score of 5 580 or above. Cover 3 has tailored finance packages that can guide you into home ownership. We'll work with you from the initial application process through closing and make sure you get the white glove treatment. Achieve your dream of home ownership. Call today at Cover 3, affiliated with the Mortgage Network at 312-248-4366. Make your dreams come true. Changing lives is what great teachers do. Mount St. Joseph University's reading science program that uses highly effective research-based methods improved my students' lives and helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash read. 
Well, Chris, back here at Schuler Field on homecoming Saturday for Mount St. Joseph University. They've got a lot of recruits here, but we were out mingling around with some of the crowd during tailgating today, and it was really... Uh, let's put it this way. It was fun to be out there, but it didn't help my diet at all. Yeah, it's been a fun weekend. They had the Hall of Fame dinner last night. Obviously, this morning, folks getting out here early, music blaring. There's tailgating going on. There's homecoming today. So there's a lot of excitement going on on campus. Like you said, me and you were able to kind of walk around a few tailgates this morning, get a couple bites to eat, and had to figure out, are we going to come up here to the booth or are we going to hang out in the tailgate? Because it was awesome atmosphere down there. we really excited for the fans today. Should be another sellout crowd. And uh, just really good to see people enjoying this good weather and making this a family atmosphere here at the Mount. I think I had a few more bites than you did to eat <laughs> while we were down there. But, boy, it was fun and good Good to see some people around here today on homecoming weekend. In a halftime, we'll be talking with some of the Hall of Fame inductees that were put into the Mount St. Joseph Hall of Fame last night inside the Harrington Center. But there's a lot going on, Chris, on campus. After this game, there's a women's soccer game and also women's volleyball is going on, and they have done an outstanding job this season so far. Yeah, women's volleyball sits at 3-1 and one in the conference and uh, playing really well right now. Um, had a really tough non-conference schedule, but now that they're getting into conference play, you can see that that non-conference schedule is really paying off for them. So uh, real high expectations for our women's volleyball team. You mentioned women's soccer. They will be in action after this football game is later on this afternoon against Franklin. Women's soccer team had an outstanding win this past week. Congratulations on beating rival Transy one to nothing in conference play. The men's team will play later on tonight against Franklin. And uh, so there's just a lot of action. Basketball practice getting ready to get going this week ahead. So just a lot of action here on campus. Absolutely. And Austin Brock, as we take a look back at the football game, he is the leader in the Heartland right now in touchdowns with seven. He scored 52 points. Josh Taylor still leads the conference in rushing. He's averaging 120 or 102 yards per ball game rushing. And, Chris, we talked to him prior to the game here today, and he said he's aiming towards Anderson, maybe being able to come back and play, but more than likely Hanover. Yeah, he's definitely itching to get back. Obviously one of the best players in the conference. A leader on this football team. We saw that last week against Franklin. Prather having the afternoon that he had. And then first guy to congratulate him here to talk him up was Josh Taylor. So that really speaks volumes of the maturity for a young sophomore and a leader on this football team. Well, through the first half of the season, the Lions are first in scoring defense and total defense. They're second in offense. They've given up the least amount of sacks with only eight, but they also have the least amount of sacks, which is eight. So when you take a look, Chris, at the second half of the schedule, it begins today with Manchester. Next week we'll be on the road at Defiance. Then we come home for two games, Anderson and then Hanover on November 6th. That's going to be a huge game if things go the way we expect them to. And then November 13th, it will be over in Terre Haute against Rose Holman. Yeah, you look on the back half of the schedule, it's a favorable schedule for the Mount, but there's also two big ones that you're going to circle. The November 6th, Hanover, and the 13th at Rose Holman. You're definitely going to be watching, scoreboard watching for Hanover and Rose. At the same time, you've got to take care of business today at home, and it starts here today against a 2-0 Manchester. Well, very quickly in Division One football, Cincinnati in the second quarter, 7.5 remaining to go in the half. They're leading UCF 21 to nothing. Texas A&M over Mizzou 21-7. to Texas beating Oklahoma State 17-3. to It's Indiana over Michigan State 9-7. to And LSU beating Florida 14-6. to One other game, Auburn over Arkansas 14 14- 
to three. In the Heartland last week, Rose Holman defeated Hanover 31 to 21, so Rose Holman still on top of the conference. Bluffton over Anderson 32 to 20, and Manchester, well, they were, they beat Defiance 22 to nothing as we've told you. So that means the conference standings coming into today, there are three teams at the top of the conference 2 and 0. That's the Mount, Manchester, and Rose Holman. Then comes Bluffton and Hanover, each at 1 and 1. Franklin, Anderson, and Defiance are at 0 and 2 on the season, rounding out the conference standings. So today, Really everything, not much of a big game other than this one here today. Bluffton is at Franklin. Defiance will be at Hanover, and Anderson is at Rose. Yeah, today's the big one. Obviously, you got two teams that are 2-0. and At the end of the day, there could be two teams that are undefeated, and uh, you're hoping that the Mount can play well today and take care of business. But uh, you got to imagine Manchester's going to give everything they got today and a big opportunity for them to make a statement win. But today, we're focused on this one. Manchester, 2-3 and three overall, 2-0 and oh in the conference. The Lions are 3-2 and two overall, winners of two straight, and... They are 2-0 in the conference also. When we come back, we'll size up Manchester, talk with head coach Tyler Hopperton when we return after this. Real estate investors, it's time lenders make it easy on you. And we have at Cover 3, affiliated with the Mortgage Network. This past year has been tough on investors, but we don't care. Try the no-income verification loan to purchase or refi your properties, owner or non-owner occupied. We only want leases, application, and a couple of other documents. And that gets you into the 4 to 5% range. Minimum credit score needed is 620. Contact Cover 3 today to get pre-approved. 312-248-4366. Dave Mitchell, Chris Morris back here at Schuler Field just minutes before the kickoff of this afternoon's ball game between Manchester and the Lions. Manchester on the road, they're 1-1 one one this year. They're 1-2 and two at home. Their head coach, Nate Jensen, in six years, 18 wins, 34 losses overall, but in the conference, 16-22. and 22. The last time Manchester was 2-0 and oh in the conference, Chris, was 2015. This year, they've led off with wins over Franklin, a 49-yard field goal by Andrew Kibler, won the game in overtime, and then Defiance, they blanked last week. And it has not been easy for Manchester, but they have found ways to win. Exactly what you said. They found ways to win. They had a really good win on the road against Franklin. Obviously the 50-yarder by Kibler to win it. And then they took care of business at home last weekend against Defiance, 22 to nothing. So like I said, they're coming in off of two big wins, and uh, they'll be ready to go this afternoon. You know, in talking to the coaches, they say Manchester plays some kind of a different defense. Sometimes they'll they'll drop their defensive line back into coverage and they'll rush their linebackers. Other times they'll blitz their defensive backs, drop their linebackers into coverage, or they'll blitz their corners and bring their safeties over to cover the receivers. It's something different on almost every play. And they're probably going to keep that same strategy today, obviously going against freshman Tyler Prather. They're going to try to bring pressure and kind of switch up the defense to keep him thinking uh, with him. Again, just keep it simple, make the easy plays. And uh, he should be ready to go for an outstanding game again today. And that freshman, David Smith, that you're talking about, is averaging seven yards per carry, but only 50 yards per ball game. Their advantage has been that they have taken advantage of turnovers this year. Their defense has been outstanding this year so far for them in conference play, setting their offense up for short field 
That way the offense can score some points for them, and they've done a good job at doing that. So today is going to be a really key of taking care of the football and winning the field position game. Joel Powell and Harrington, Greer Harrington, excuse me, have combined for 34 catches, 370 yards, and three touchdowns. But defensively, the Lions need to look out for Jamal Hubbard, who ran back an interception for a touchdown of 70 yards last week. Yeah, he was the HCAC Defense Player of the Week, and uh, he's been really outstanding. He leads the conference in tackles. You mentioned the pick six that he had last week weekend so really outstanding player and we'll keep an eye out on him for that Manchester defense the Lions come into this one as we said with a three and two record they are two and oh in conference play Tyler Hopperton in his fifth year and after last week's game that Tyler Prather had that led to him being named the Heartland Conference Offensive Player of the Week let's chat with Coach Hopperton about what he thought of his freshman quarterback last week. Hop as we head into this afternoon's ball game with Manchester I want to go back to last week Tyler Prather Played a great ball game. Probably didn't surprise you, but was there anything that he did on the field that that you uh, can point at and say that, hey, we've got something here? I think for all young players in the college game, it's much longer than a high school game. And it can ebb and flow even more than a high school game can. And especially a quarterback, not only did he have a good game, but started hot, started off really well, kind of went through a phase, took some hits, had some bad throws, you know, Franklin made some adjustments, and I think all of a sudden things were moving really fast for him. But then to see him kind of regroup and be able to finish off the game well, too, um, that was also exciting. So aside from just a great performance, to watch him hit the highs and lows and still finish strong was great. To compare last week with this week, with the way that he has prepared for both games now that he's the starter, what have you seen differently in him? I don't think I've seen a ton of difference. I think... The the great thing about him and the reason we weren't too worried last week is he's been preparing that way. And and the small opportunities he's had until he was able to play in varsity, um, he's been ready for. You know, he's prepared. He's watched film. He's practiced well. He's done things. He's made connections with receivers. He's done things that have allowed him to have success now. And so this week, I think it just proved that he's been treating it that way because there wasn't much difference in his preparation because he's been preparing for this the whole season. He spread the wealth amazingly well last Saturday, hitting eight receivers. And he, he went up there and he just looked for people and saw them and, and got the ball to them. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I don't claim to know much about quarterback, but I wouldn't pick favorites. I would just pick the open guy. <laughs> and that's what he did. That's what he did. <laughs> Most of the time. Yeah. Um, as far as the defense this year, Hop, when you look at this defense, it appears at times that it's it's stifling. It's very, very good. But then they let up the deep plays, let up big plays. What have you seen that you can do to adjust that? I love it's just attention to detail. I mean, it's still a lot of young guys and new starters back there. They're very talented, so there's – Plenty of example of, like you said, a stifling defense and that. But right now we're our own worst enemy. You know, most of the time, like last week, the real big play was two of our guys basically just running into each other and not looking at the guy that they both had, you know, and pointing fingers and that sort of thing. But at the same time, you know, most of the time it's, you know, young guys and still still figuring it out and that sort of thing. But a lot of it's just attention to details, making sure we're a little bit more disciplined and, and held accountable in practice. Well, now you've got Manchester, and obviously they've been the surprise of the league. They come in here 2-0. and and they've won a couple of big ball games. What have they done, Hop, that you've seen that has really transformed them into a 2-0 and team? So the end of last spring, obviously, you know, we we ended up winning by two points last spring, and they were 0-6, 0-7 last year. And, you know, we were beat up, had some COVID issues and things like that. But what I was, you know, what I talked to Coach Jensen about last year was how his team fought. You know, I... 
I don't know that I feel if our team was 0-6 that in that last game we would have much fight left. You know, I, yeah. I think it would be some turmoil. So for them to be down two scores with a couple of minutes to go and come back and win late in the season, I think shows you the type of kid and the type of coaches they have that, you know, it's it's one play at a time and, you know, we're still trying to make it work and we're still competing. Whether you think the game's over or you think our season's over, we're still fighting. So I think he was able to return a lot of guys like that, recruit more guys like that. And, you know, although they had an 0 and 3 start this year, I think they just keep plugging away and, you know, now the last two weeks finding ways to win. And they have actually taken the turnover situation and really played it into their benefit, haven't they? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it doesn't have to make sense. You know, I, I was talking to coach, uh, you know, their box scores can be a little confusing and, and, but ultimately the big thing is the turnover deal. They're getting the ball back and taking advantage of it. With their field goal kicker, Kibler, does that change your philosophy on defense at all? Because he gets anywhere inside the 30 and it's almost, he's, he's been pretty dead eye this year. Um, not really. I mean, three ultimately is better than seven. Um, but at the same time, it is a nice weapon to have to get some points on the board and, you know, be able to strike. And, um, you know, from a little farther away, obviously against Franklin, he hit almost, you know, a 50-yarder to win it too. So, I mean, he can um, definitely get some points on the board. But, um, you know, defensively, you know, I don't think it necessarily changes anything schematically. What do they do defensively? Because when I was looking at the tape this week, it, it, you can't really tell what they are trying to do defensively, but it appears to be effective. <laughs> Ultimately, too, and, and when I talked to Coach Coral this week about their defense and, and watching a little bit of the film myself, um, they play hard. They run to the football. They finish well. Um, they tackle pretty well. And, you know, those are the main core fundamentals of a good defense. And if, if you can force turnovers and you're playing hard, good things can happen. Um, and like you said, I mean, they also make plenty of mistakes so where bad things can happen, too. But I think they have, you know, good enough athletes that are playing hard enough that, you know, they can also make some big plays. Big game today. Good luck. Thank you. Head coach Tyler Hopperton before this game this afternoon with Manchester. When we come back, we'll check out the keys to the ball game after this. 100% financing is back. If you're looking to purchase your first home or need a bigger home, contact Cover 3, affiliated with the Mortgage Network. We can finance 100% if you have a credit score of 580 or above. Cover 3 has tailored finance packages that can guide you into home ownership. We'll work with you from the initial application process through closing and make sure you get the white glove treatment. Achieve your dream of home ownership. Call today at Cover 3, affiliated with the Mortgage Network at 312-248-4366. Make your dreams come true. Chris, as the Mount and Manchester take the field for this afternoon's ball game, the keys for Manchester, they have to force turnovers. That's the way they win ball games. I agree. They have to feel that uh, defensive mindset to make plays for them again. They've, they've done it all year long in a conference play. And for, to, for the Mount, take care of the football. And let's see if our defense can make some big-time plays as they've done here Absolutely. recently. Absolutely. And they'll have to do it today without Troy Speakman, who is out for today's game. So they will be going with different safeties here this afternoon. It's the Mount taking on Manchester. The Mount 3-2, and 2-0 two, two and oh in the conference. Manchester 2-3 and three and 2-0. and oh. I'm Dave Mitchell with Chris Morris. The kickoff is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You've been listening to the Cover 3 Financial Mount St. Joseph Lions pregame show. A comprehensive look at the upcoming Lions game. Mount St. Joseph University College Football is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. 
When I needed to renew my teaching license, Mount St. Joseph University offered the only program in Ohio that allowed me to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree fully online. The Mount helped me climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Mount St. Joseph University College Football. He's going to keep it around the right-hand side to midfield. Breaks it into the corner to the 40, 35, 30, 20, 15. Cuts back to the middle, to the 10, to the 5, and he's into the end zone for the score. This game on UltimateSportsTalk.com is being brought to you by Barbarian Apparel in Cincinnati. Contact them at BarbarianCustomers at gmail.com. The Wishbone Tavern on Delhi Avenue. Call Nicole for a party at 513-834-8607. Iron sharpens iron. Call at 513-383-9773. The Mount St. Joseph University. Cover 3 Investor Financing. Call 513-970-5531. The Roar Store on the Mount St. Joseph campus. LIT Wellness Solutions. Call us at 513-659-3017. Dr. Libby Speece. Call for an appointment at 513-246-8900. Official Investigators and Security Services. Call now at 844-263-3424. Mount St. Joseph University Sports is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now, let's go to the field for this Lions game. Welcome to Cincinnati, Ohio, everyone, where it is a beautiful day for football here at Schuler Field on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. I'm Dave Mitchell. Good to have you along this afternoon on UltimateSportsTalk.com, as today you've got the first place teams in the Heartland Conference, the Manchester Spartans 2-0, and the Mount St. Joseph Lions, who are also 2-0 on the conference season. The Lions come in with wins over Bluffton and Franklin, while Manchester has come in with wins over Franklin and also Defiance. And the other common team that these two teams have played, Chris Morris, coming into this afternoon's ballgame is Franklin, where Manchester came away with an overtime victory, and the Lions last week blew out Franklin 28-14. Yeah, they've got two similar opponents, Franklin and Trine. The Mount played Trine to an overtime 31-30 loss, and uh, Trine was able to blow out Manchester early in the season. Obviously, you brought up to Franklin for both of those, and uh, it's, it's going to be a battle. Both teams 2-0, and lots to play for today, and uh, as Coach Hop said about this Manchester team, they will fight until the end. Of course, it is going to be a day, another day, where Tyler Prather is going to get his second collegiate start at quarterback, Chris. Yeah, I believe he's going to have another big day today. He was outstanding last Saturday. Uh, offense was over 444 yards total. I expect a big day offensively again today. And uh, the crowd's filling in. It's got that homecoming feel. The energy's coming in. And uh, we're getting ready to get this thing kicked off. Well, it looked like uh, Manchester had won the toss. And they deferred, so they will be kicking off. The Lions will be going from left to right across your computer screen here at Schuler Field. 
clouds in the sky, but it is bright sunshine, the wind blowing from south to north here this afternoon, and we are set to go. Without Troy Speakman today, it will be Joey Newton back set to return, along with Zakeem Hunley, which is an interesting maneuver for the Lions today. We have not seen him run back a kickoff or a punt this year. Hundley's been special at the wide receiver position. Limited playing time, but when he's got in, he's made stuff happen, and it's good to see him back maybe returning some kicks for us today if he gets an opportunity. So Andrew Kibler, the senior kicker from Florida, will kick it off for Manchester. They're in their white tops with gold jerseys, gold numerals, and black helmets. Kibler will approach the football. He kicks it off, and it'll go into Hundley at his 13-yard line. Cuts it to the middle of the field, to the 20, to the 25. Check out, that's Newton. And Newton's going to take it in at the 35-yard line. So a good return for Newton out to the 31-yard line. A return of 18 on the kick. And the Lions will take it first and 10 at their own 31. It will be Tyler Prather, the 6'3", 190-pound freshman quarterback out of Coleraine High School. He's got four touchdown passes, one interception, completing 58% of his passes this year. And he has got Mariano McKenzie, the birthday boy, right behind him. Mariano's birthday was this week. First pass of the game, thrown out to the left-hand side to Joey Newton, and it is incomplete. Prather just led Newton a little bit too far. Receivers out for the Lions, Cam York, Joey Newton, Jake Ayler, Austin Brock. You're going to see a lot of Zakeem Hunley today. Back in the lineup, Chase Samples. Today he's back. Hayden Bell at tight end. Chandler Kinholm, Austin Brock, Wyatt Rutgerson. Dropping back on second and ten. Throw out to the left-hand side. That's complete to York. And York is going to take it across the 30 before he is thrown down and out of bounds at the 36-yard line on a good coverage by Jakeen Walker. Good job by Prather to York. Just a quick five-yard out. Makes it for a third and six. And uh, see if the Lions can pick up this for a first down. We have just begun. We're just 35 seconds into the ball game. Receivers out wide on both sides. Mo McKenzie in the backfield. Prather takes the hand. Snap, he's going to roll out to the left. Now stop, he's going to throw it upfield. He's got a wide open receiver and block at the 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, the mount. What a way to start it again for Tyler Prather. The DB slips on the play. He founds Austin Brock on the far side of the field, down the sideline, wide open. Brock takes it in for the big score for the Lions. Prather did an excellent job there, Chris, of selling the run because it looked like he was going to take off around that left-hand side and then pulled up when the cornerback bit and Brock was wide open. Great job, offensive line, creating that time for that play to develop. So the Lions with 14-11 to go in the first quarter lead it 6 to nothing, And Farsing will come in to attempt the extra point. And Farsing puts it up and through. He is 13 for 14 on extra points this year. 14-11 left to go in period number one. We have just begun. It's the Mount 7, Manchester nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Are you ready to focus on your health and well-being? Are you ready to create a culture where the values of health and wholeness are promoted and practiced? I'm Tanya Fosnock-Jollop, proud MSJ alum and the founder of LIT Wellness Solutions. My years of experience as a registered and licensed dietitian nutritionist have taught me that lasting health transformation requires focusing on all dimensions of well-being and not just physical health. Check us out at LITWellnessSolutions.com to learn more about how you can begin creating a culture of wellness for yourself, your family, and your business. 
Well, Chris, you couldn't ask for any better start out of this one. Almost like last week where the Lions went down and scored on the first drive after an interception. This time they take the kickoff, and three plays, 64 yards later, they've got a score. If you if you tried to show up to the game late, you've already missed the touchdown. 7 nothing Lions. Great job, Tyler Prather, to get off to a good start and uh, find his number one receiver, Austin Brock, wide open on the far side of the field for a 64-yard touchdown pass to open up this drive. So now the Lions will kick it off, and it'll be Kyle Farbsing who will kick it off here for the Lions. Back set to return for Manchester, Markel Jackson and David Smith. Farbsing kicks it off. It's going to be a high end over end kick. It's going to go way out of bounds near the 10-yard line. So Manchester will get the ball at their 35-yard line. Lions with a great start here, and Manchester will start at quarterback. Their freshman, number 11, Tyler Zimmerman, completing 36% of his passes. No touchdowns, one interception. And there was a flag on the play. On the well, that was the kick out of bounds. Oh, okay. So that will put it out to the 35-yard line. Going out wide to the left-hand side is Joe Powell. Lions in their all-blue uniforms today with white numerals, gold trim, white helmets. Going out wide to the left-hand side is Richard Pierre. Check out Nick Kelly. Kelly from Tennessee, a freshman, 5'7". He comes out wide to the left-hand side, along with Harrington Greer, who is their leading receiver with 22 catches. Going out wide to the right is Darren Lathrop. Tied in right is Justin Abagom. He's number 84, a sophomore, 6'3", 215. But Zimmerman... The quarterback with Smith to his left. Ball on the far hash mark. Takes the snap on first and ten. Hand off to Smith around the right side. He's going to push forward for about three yards on the carry. Out to the 30, make it the 38-yard line. Gain of three. Smith, 35 carries for 265 yards on the year. Had a big afternoon last weekend. Probably see a lot of 34 in white. Declan Brophy made the first hit, and John Finn came in to clean up. Second down, seven yards to go. 13-40 remaining in the first quarter. Zimmerman out of the shotgun with Smith to his left. Rolls out to the left, looks upfield. He's going to throw it upfield, and it is going to be knocked down, almost intercepted by Noah Abel. Great play by Noah Abel. Had a ball right in his hands almost for the interception. He dropped back into coverage and was able to make a great play on that to bring up a third and third and six. Well, we told you the other games going on around the conference today. Bluffton is at Franklin, Defiance at Hanover, and Anderson will be at Rose. We'll keep you abreast of what's happening with those games. Going out wide to the right-hand side is Kelly. And they've got trips in a diamond formation out to the near side. As Zimmerman calling out the signals. On third and seven, and the handoff goes to Smith. Smith's going to cut it right up the middle. He's got the first down across the 45 to the 46-yard line on a gain of eight. Nice push there by the offensive line. They gave it to Smith, 34, just running up the middle for the first down. He averages seven yards a carry. Coming out into the ball game is Darren Lathrop. Lathrop, their second-leading receiver. He comes out wide to the left, along with Kelly. And staying in the ball game at running back is Smith. They've got tight end right, Joe Abagom, Justin Abagom, excuse me, 
Zimmerman on first down at their own 46-yard line as we're under 13 minutes to go. High snap. Zimmerman's going to keep it himself behind the right tackle, and he'll push forward out to about the 49-yard line. That's a gain of three. And call it, well, they'll call him just shy of the 49, so call it about two yards on the gain and second down eight. Talked about this Manchester offense averaging 19 points a game, only averaging 99 yards on the ground. You see here early that they're trying to establish the run. Really good crowd today at Schuler Field. Zimmerman on second down, call it a long eight yards to go. Lions in that 4-3 defense, cover two. And the handoff up the middle goes to Smith. He's going to be hit behind the line, struggles forward, does he broke a tackle, and he'll pick up about a yard out to the 49-yard line. He was hit immediately in the backfield, looked like Noah Hammond, and the rest of the camp, the rest of the Lions, including Julius Fisher, mopped up. Yeah, good push right there by the defensive line, maybe even Anthony right in the mix. There were several blue jerseys right there to bring up a third and long. Kelly goes out wide to the right, Lathrop back into the ball game. He is slot right. Coming out to the left is Greer. Running back is still Smith in the backfield. Zimmerman out of the shotgun on third and seven. Rolls out to the right. Looks upfield. He's going to throw it upfield near the sideline and overthrew his intended receiver, Darren Lathrop, incomplete. And it brings up fourth down and about seven yards to go and punting time for the Spartans. Had Zimmerman out on the rolling out to the right side, far side of the field. He had two levels, one shallow and one right across the sticks, just over through the open intended receiver. And uh, Manchester will have to punt on the opening drive. Well, for the first time this year, we're going to see Zakeem Hunley back set to return this punt from the 11-37 mark here in the first quarter. And Kibler is their punter. He's averaging 35 yards a kick on 39 punts. Good snap, gets that kick away. It's a knuckleball that Hundley's going to take in at his 15 on the far side to the 20, 25, and he's knocked out of bounds near the 25-yard line. They'll spot him out right at the 25 with 11-29 to go in period number one. Lions lead at 7 nothing. So the Lions, a good defensive stand. They give up a first down, but nothing more than that. And Tyler Prather, who was two for three in the first drive, 69 yards through that 64-yard touchdown pass. Now has Joey Newton and Austin Brock to the near side. Ball in the far hash. Mark Mo McKenzie in the backfield. Dropping back Prather. Looks out to the left-hand side, and it is incomplete. Went through the hands of Hayden Bell, the tight end near the 30. You talked about Hayden Bell a little bit in the pregame show, just how big of a target he is at the tight end position for the Lions, and uh, Prather was looking to go to that and overthrew him. Uh, But a big, big tight end, 87 for the Lions. Coaches expect him to have a big game here this afternoon. Brock, slot right. Cam York into the ballgame for the first time. He's out wide to the right-hand side. Two receivers out wide to the far side on second and ten. Prather drops back, throws the pass over the middle, complete to Austin Brock near the 30-yard line. And that'll be a gain of about five. It brings up third down and five yards to go for a Lion first down. Prather finds Brock. He caught it about eight or nine yards in, but uh, was chased down by several Manchester defenders and brought him down just for a gain of five. 14-7 rows right now on top in their game against Anderson. Third down five. Prather drops back, throws over the middle, complete to Brock, and then knocked free on a good play by the defensive back, 
for Manchester, the outside linebacker, Willis Sands. Good coverage right there, number zero, Sands for Manchester, and a good defensive stand right there for the Spartans. They go three and out, and the Lions are forced to punt on the second drive this afternoon. That's what they hang their hat on is defense, and they came through with it very well on that drive, knocking the Lions three and out. 10.50 to go in the first quarter. Coming in to punt the football away is Ryan Murray, averaging 38.5 yards per kick, and that's a high line drive spiral that hits off the receiver and then picked up in the backfield and running forward for picking up a couple is Markel Jackson. Boy, a nice punt. Yeah, nice punt by Murray. Markel took a chance right there. It bounced up off the turf right into his chest protector and uh, was able to pick that up for nice field position here for Ma- uh, for Manchester. Going to start at the 45-yard line. Right now, Franklin leading in the first quarter 3-0 over Bluffton. And Hanover in defiance, no score going on at Hanover. We told you right now, Rose, excuse me, 14-0 Rose leading over Anderson in their ballgame. So coming in to the ballgame now for... Manchester, Zimmerman, the quarterback, is going to throw it out onto the left flat, and it's over the head and incomplete of the intended receiver, Greer. Yeah, it's hard to overthrow Greer. He's 6'4", 195 pounds. He's a senior. You can't miss four and wide out there, Dave. He is a big target for Manchester, and uh, that one, Zimmer, they were just trying to go a quick out to the wide receiver, and uh, Zimmer just overthrew him on the uh, short pass out into the flats. Halftime, Cincinnati leading UCF 35-7. to That going on. Bearcats, third-ranked team in the country this week. 10.36 left to go. Ball at the 43-yard line. Second down, 10. Zimmerman, handoff goes to Smith. Ran into the line, now breaks out to the outside, and he's going to be hit at the 45. Upended at the 46-yard line after a gain of about three. Looked like Noah Hammond was in on the tackle along with John Finn. Yeah, good job right there by our defensive line, following Smith down the line of scrimmage and just letting the chance for the linebackers and the safeties to come up and pursue the ball for a short game. 10-10 left to go in the first quarter. Lions lead it 7-0 on a bright, sunshiny Saturday afternoon. Zimmerman on third down, seven yards to go from their own 46. Drops back, now rolls out to the right. Looks upfield, and he overthrows his intended receiver. Good coverage out there, number 17, Mason Owens for the Lions. And uh, nice response by the defense right there for their own three and out. And Manchester had great field position on that drive. Melvin was the intended receiver, but he overthrew him. Zimmerman came in throwing, completing just 38% of his passes. Zero touchdown passes for Zimmerman coming into today's ball game. 9.56 left to go. Clock stops on the incompletion. And dropping back, set to punt is Kibler from his own about 30-yard line. And it's a low-line drive kick that is going to hit at about the 25-20, bounces inside the 15 that Hunley will let die at about the 13-yard line, and that is where the Lions will have it. That's a 41-yard punt for Kibler. Kibler's dynamic for a kicker. He's had 16 of the 22 points for Manchester last weekend. He kicked the game winner against Franklin a couple weeks ago. And right there, a really good punt to pin the Lions offense deep in territory. So with 9.47 to go in this first quarter of play, 
Lions lead at 7 nothing, and they're pinned back inside their own 20 at the 13-yard line. And the handoff goes to Mo McKenzie, his first carry of the day. He's going to upend a tackler and go outside the 15 to the 16-yard line. That'll be a gain of about three. Talked about how big this Lions offense has been over the last couple weeks. It's just been on fire. I mean, over 400 yards total offense last week, averaging 31 points a game and averaging over 400 yards, 250 in the air and 150 on the ground. Tight end right is Powell. Receivers on wide on both sides. Newton to the near side. Ball in the near hash mark. Now Prather is going to keep it himself. Runs it right up the middle. He's going to bounce outside the 20 to the 21. That'll be a gain of about five and bring up third down. And two yards to go for a Lion first down. Talked about the linebacker Jalen Mazden. Big play right there for Manchester to bring up a third down. Nice tackle on Prather in the open field. 8.58 and running left to go in the first quarter. It is Brock and Newton out to the right side. To the left side is Zakeem Hunley, who's into the ball game. And Wyatt Rutgerson dropping back, set to pass is Prather. Prather looks upfield. He's going to throw the ball deep. He's got Hunley wide open, and he overthrew him by five yards incomplete. Had a wide open Zakeem Hunley around midfield and just overthrew him by about five or six yards. Prather's going to want that one back, Dave. Yep, he just missed him. Hunley with a lot of speed, but he could not catch up with that one. Yeah, Hunley was on that post pattern. He beat his his DB in man-to-man coverage, had him wide open. Prather did a good job of trying to lead him, but just led him a little too far, and the Lions will have to punt. So coming in to punt it away will be Ryan Murray. Murray, good snap. He's going to get the punt off. Low line drive spinner that will hit about midfield. Take a mount bounce inside the 45 to the 40, and it'll be done at the 39-yard line. That'll be a 40-yard punt for Ryan Murray right at the 40-yard line, and that is where Manchester will have it first and 10 from their own 48-25 to go in the first quarter. Ryan Murray's been outstanding. You go back all the way to the Trine ball game, he kind of flipped a switch right there for him as far as uh, his punting, and this has been really good on flipping the field. And once again, Manchester opens up in great field position. Zimmerman, the quarterback. Zimmerman today, 0 for 4 in the ball game. And he's got Smith off to the right. Hand off to Smith up the middle. Hit behind the line. Breaks a tackle. Cuts to the left. He's going to be hit and dropped outside the 40 at the 41 for just a yard gain. Good to see 26. Nick Stevenson in on the tackle there for the Lions. And a good pursuit defensive line again. Just kind of staying in the way of Smith. Not letting him get any big gains. Yep. Stevenson missed last week's game. He had a calf injury, but he is back into the ball game this week. No way you're going to keep him out two weeks in a row. He's a tough kid, wants to be out there, plays hard. Deshaun Starks is in at the left corner. Andrew Pierce in at the right corner. Pierce had an interception last week, as you recall. Second down, a yard to uh, check that, nine yards to go from the 41. Smith again right up the middle. Breaks it out to about the 43, maybe the 44-yard line. Gain of three officially. And now a flag has been thrown late. And it looks like some things going on, altercations, during the tackle and after the play. So we'll wait. That's a was about a two-yard gain for Smith. Took it out to the 44-yard line. Would have brought up third down and six. But let's see what the penalty call is going to be by the head referee. After play. Personal foul. 
four. Number four. On Manchester as the officials might cut out. So as a personal foul against Harrington Greer. And that will be knock Manchester back all the way back to the 29-yard line and bring up third down and about 21 yards to go, Chris. Just not a good penalty right there for Greer. Just puts his team in a bind. Long third down coming up and uh, just not one that you can have in that position. Greer, single receiver out to the near side, trips to the far side for Manchester. Running back is Smith in the backfield. And the snap to Zimmerman. Handoff up the middle, goes to Smith. Breaks outside now after he got entangled. And Andrew Pierce will throw him out of bounds at about the 28-yard line. That'll be a loss of about five. And it's going to be fourth and forever for Manchester. They'll bring in Kibler to punt. So far today, the Lions defense looks like the number one team in the conference. And a great job by Pierce to shed a block, be able to run Smith out of bounds. And Manchester will punt once again. So they will kick it away from about their own 31-yard line with 6.58 and running. Zakeem Hunley back at his own 30. Kibler has been busy today. Low line drive spinning kick that it will be taken in by Hunley at the 32-yard line. And he is upended right there immediately by Manchester. Official timeout on the field, 6.47 to go in the first quarter. It's the Mount 7 and the Spartans nothing. For more than a century, Mount St. Joseph University has prepared nursing leaders who serve their patients with the heart of a lion. Whether entering the nursing field, changing careers, or expanding your professional skills, innovative simulation labs and a variety of clinical sites prepare you to deliver exceptional patient care. With flexible undergraduate and graduate programs taught by highly credentialed faculty, the Mount will help you climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash nursing. Prather hands it off up the middle, and it goes to Mo McKenzie, and McKenzie is going to be hit right about at the line of scrimmage and driven back. He may pick up a yard on the play out to about the 33-yard line. That's where they'll spot him. So it brings up second down nine. Neither team really able to establish the run game. Manchester's defense only allowing 130 on the ground and 178 through the air, 300 on the game, and Allowing 36 points per game, Dave. That's a big one compared to what their offense is only scoring 18 a game. 6-10 remaining in the first quarter. Prather drops back on play action, throws it up the left side over the head of Zakeem Hunley and incomplete. Boy, Prather has let Hunley just too far on two straight passes, and it brings up third down nine. Great coverage, number one. Jaquan Walker was step-to-step step with Hunley, and like you said, it's a couple throws there where Prather's got Hunley. Big speed, physical receiver, just kind of overthrow him in a little bit. Chris, last week the Lions were throwing the ball short and expecting yards after catch. Today they're throwing the ball deep. Third down, nine yards to go with McKenzie to the right of Prather. He's going to roll out to the right. Now steps up into the pocket. He'll get hit and drop at about the 33. Fumbled the football, but I think he got it back as the officials will blow it dead. And that will bring up third down. Make a fourth down, nine yards to go, and the Lions will have to punt the football. Well, a little bit of a defensive battle so far in the first quarter. Neither team offensively outside of the big play from Prather to Brock for the touchdown. Neither offense is really moving the football much here, and both defenses are playing pretty solid. Back set to return, Markel Jackson. Jackson to take in the punt from Ryan Murray. Good snap. 
Murray kicks it off, and it'll be taken in by Jackson at the 33. Fumbled the football. Lions are struggling for it. And the officials come in from the side, and let's see. Nope, Jackson got it back at the 32-yard line. Wow, that was close. Yeah, that was close. That's a few right there for Markel Jackson, who's the punt returner for Manchester, that he's bobbled. Uh, that's something to keep an eye on as we go forward, but uh, he was lucky there to fall right back on that. There were several Lions, like you mentioned, down in the bottle scrambling for that football, but the Manchester Spartans will come away with it. That was a 45-yard punt by Murray. 7 nothing Lions lead at 521 left to go. Empty backfield now for Zimmerman as they throw... Smith out into the flat, and now the throw up the left-hand side, and it is incomplete. Led Greer just a little too far here on the near side. They had Zimmerman rolling out to the near side. He had Greer open on a little out pattern to the sideline and just overthrew him. And Both quarterbacks kind of a little shaky start so far, not hitting their open receivers, a little bit of overthrown. Uh, both defenses have been able to get some pressure, and uh, Manchester just looking to get Zimmerman out of that pocket and getting him out on on the uh, edges here to try to find some open receivers. Second down, 10 yards to go for a Manchester first down. Zimmerman so far in the ball game, 0 for 5. Dropping back Zimmerman now. He's going to keep it right up the middle. Check that. That is going to be Smith out of the Wildcat as they move Zimmerman in motion. And Smith took it out across the 35 to the 36, 4 yards on the carry. Talked about Smith having a good game last week. He's 5'11", 195, a freshman. Uh, looks like he's going to have a pretty solid career at Manchester. He's big, he's physical, and uh, he gets between the tackles, and he can get out on the edge with speed as well. He's got seven carries today for 24 yards. Third down, six yards to go for a Manchester first down from their own 36-yard line. 440 and running. Lions lead at 7 nothing. Zimmerman, the quarterback. Drops back, looks upfield. Now moves out of the pocket to the right. He's going to be hit and dropped immediately by Declan Brophy. First sack of the game by the Lions. Great job, Declan Brophy. Really got a bull rush right there and was stayed on it. Beat the offensive lineman, was able to get the Zimmerman down for a sack. Declan Brophy has had a really great season. We don't speak enough about him after the linebacker play, but Declan Brophy has been outstanding this season, Dave. Brophy with the first sack of the ball game for the Lions. And again, it's punting time for Manchester. Kibler coming in. This is where you want Kibler kicking. Punting. Not, not the field goal kind. Good snap. Gets it off. High good punt that Zakeem Hundley is going to go back. Miss the football. It's going to bounce at the 20, inside the 20, and down at the 18 yard line. And that is going to be a 51-yard punt you by Kibler. <laughs> you mentioned it, Dave. The kid's a game changer from the kicking standpoint. He just flipped the field completely right there for Manchester, yep. and uh, that allows this defense to hopefully continue to play well. And then hopefully on the Lions' end, they can get something going here. You Like you said, last week we were getting a lot of short passes. Today they've tried to hit a few deep balls, and we'll be interested to see what they do on this drive. Tyler Prather, who is 3-for-8 passing so far in the game, comes back out. And he fakes a handoff. He's going to keep it around the right side across the 20, and he'll spin out to about the 23-yard line for a gain of about five on the carry. In the first quarter in Terre Haute, Indiana, it is Rose 27, Anderson nothing, 531 left to go in that first quarter. 
Franklin is leading Bluffton three to nothing. Four minutes to go in the first quarter. And Hanover up 14-0. Handoff up the middle goes to Mariano McKenzie to the 25-yard line where he is going to be stopped right there after about a two-yard gain. And it brings up third down two. Talked about getting physical right there up front, man. That defensive line for Manchester is physical. The linebackers came down in pursuit to the football and really stopped McKenzie for a short gain. So it'll be third down two for the Lions from their own 26-yard line. Brather in the backfield with Mo McKenzie. Snap. Brather's going to keep it himself off the right side. He's going to struggle close to the first down. He's going to be stopped at about the 32-yard line. He needed to get across the 32. Coming in and making the stop on the play. He appeared to be Marvin Collins, the right defensive end. And the ball sitting at the 27. And I think we're going to see a first here this year, Chris. I think they're going to have to bring the chains in a measure. Yeah, they're going to bring the chains in from the far side of the field and get a measurement here. This is something from the old days of football. <laughs> we haven't seen the chains come in this year since they brought them in from the garage. <laughs> ball, as they string it out, and let's see. Well, he's going to be shy by about a half a football length. It'll be fourth down. And the Lions are not going to roll the dice here. Up 7 nothing, Backed up at their own 27-yard line. They're going to go ahead and punt the football away. Smart call. The way your defense has played so far today, Coach Hopperton elects to punt the football, bring Ryan Murray back out. Hopefully Murray can flip the field back for us and, uh, you know, continue this defensive battle that we've got going on here in the first quarter. Jackson back set to return for Manchester. Lions will punt the football away from their 27. So far today, Murray has been excellent in the punting department. Came in averaging about 39 yards a kick. Fourth down, call it about a half a football length, but the Lions are going to go ahead and punt the football away. Anthony Wright is the personal protector for Ryan Murray, back punting. And the snap, good snap. Kick is away from Murray. Good kick that Jackson's going to fair catch. Fumbled the football, went back and picked it up. He called a fair catch and then ran with it. I think he got disoriented when he fumbled the football, and they're going to stop him at about the 28-yard line in their own territory. That is now three times Jackson back on the return has either muffed the kick fumbled it and uh, he just again he's just struggling back there with the punt returns and that's a 45 yard punt for Ryan Murray and like you said Dave he's been outstanding today on flipping the field for the Lions you did not expect this in the first quarter but we are in a defensive struggle with the Spartans and this is what they have done all year long they have just found ways to hang in the ball game and eventually win they're 2-0 coming in Zimmerman the handoff up the middle goes to the backup running back, Dave Paul. And Paul's going to take it across the 30 out to about the 34-yard line. Yeah, Dave Paul getting a carry, 5'8", 195 to sophomore. So you look in that backfield, you got a freshman quarterback, freshman running back, and the backup's a sophomore. So very young in the backfield for the Spartans. Wide right, Darren Lathrop. Paul in the backfield still. 
Greer lines up on the left-hand side. Fake handoff. Zimmerman throws out to the right over the head of Greer and incomplete. A couple of times here where they're just trying to get Greer the ball out in the just a quick wide receiver pass to Greer, and he's overthrown him again and uh, just trying to find ways to get the football into Greer's hand. He's got 22 catches on the year for 186 yards, two touchdowns. He's a big target, number four in white. Both these quarterbacks are having accuracy problems today, Prather. Right now, 3 of 8 in the passing department. Zimmerman, 0 for 6. Manchester was zero receiving yards so far today. Third down, five yards to go. Call it a short five for a Manchester first down. They're at their own 33-yard line. Snap to Zimmerman. He's going to keep it right up the middle, and he's got the first down. He just was very, very patient on the run, waited for the blocking to develop, and he took it out across the 38-yard line for a first down after a gain of five. Yeah, quarterback draw right there on that third down. Like you said, he was just patient, followed that offensive line, put his hand on the back of an offensive lineman, and just followed that lead for the first down. Out wide to the right-hand side is Kelly. Wide left, Greer. Lathrop slot left. Ball on the far hash mark. Paul now switches with Zimmerman. It's going to be the Wildcat. Paul fakes a handoff and keeps it right up the middle across the 40 to the 41-yard line. That's a gain of three for Paul. That's the second time they've run that Wildcat formation, Chris. Yeah, they're just trying to switch it up. They want to get Zimmerman the ball, and they want to get Paul. They obviously want to get Smith involved and uh, just trying to get this rushing attack going. They've got 30 yards on the day. Uh, just very limited, zero passing yards. So Manchester just trying to play this old-style, grindy type of football game defensively and offensively. Paul now is going to go out of the backfield, and he's going to go out wide to the right-hand side. Tight end left is lined up right behind the left tackle, and the handoff goes to Paul. Paul up the middle, and he's going to struggle forward for about three on the carry out to the 44-yard line, but he's still going to be short of a first down by about four yards. Look like... uh Jonathan Finn in there, Nate Owens in there, several blue jerseys right there, stuffing the run and brings up a third and short. And that's going to do it for the first quarter of play from Cincinnati. Your score at the end of one. It's the Mount 7, the Spartans nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. If you're looking for a pediatrician that will take time to listen with genuine concern and compassion, make an appointment with Mount St. Joseph alum, Dr. Libby Spees. Call 513-246-8900. Dr. Spees has been a part of the Cincinnati area all of her life and has experienced a lifelong affinity for working with children and helps them feel comfortable. She gets to know the patient, not just their medical charts, but their interests, hobbies, likes, and dislikes. So become a part of the Spees medical family. Call today for an appointment. Dr. Libby Spees, 513-246-8900. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, like when you need a textbook. Students can order books exclusively online that they can pick up at the Roar Store through our new eCampus site. eCampus includes two different shipping options. Free online shipping to textbook delivery hub located in the Roar store or delivered to your off-campus residence. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Well, we'll flip ends of the field. And Manchester now will be going from left to right across your computer screen. And they've come up with a third down and about four yards to go here. 
to pick up a first down. Zimmerman's still the quarterback. He has got Paul in the backfield. Zimmerman's going to keep it himself. Cut it out to the right. There's nothing there. And he's going to be dropped for a sack. Back. And the tackle made by Matt Breedis. Yeah, Breedis in there. Looked like uh, Declan Brophy was in there. And Jonathan Finn was able to come down from the linebacker position. And again, this Lions defense continues to make play after play. Well, we talked with Hop about it. Which, by the way... Hop's parents, Tyler Hopperton's parents, are celebrating a wedding anniversary today, so want to wish them a happy anniversary. Fourth down, six yards to go for the Lions, and punting it away again will be Kibler, down seven to nothing. Back set to return now for the Lions is Austin Price. Price is back, and Price takes it in at about his 23-yard line, and he is dropped immediately. He took a shot right there. Price was on the return, and a big hit, number six, looked like Lanston Stoudemire. Welcome to the punt return world, (laughs) Mr. Price. He took a shot on that return, and once again, Kibler and Murray continue to flip the fields, punting. Both teams are punting the football several times, and uh, the Lions will start back at their own 23. Chris, there is three minutes to go. In Terre Haute, and Rose is on top. Three minutes in the first quarter, and then Rose is on top of Anderson, 34 to nothing. Handoff goes right up the middle to Mariano McKenzie. Breaks a tackle across the 25, out to about the 27-yard line. McKenzie picks up four on the carry. 34 nothing, Rose over Anderson in the first quarter. Man, it's going to be a long afternoon for Anderson. Anderson scored 20 points last week, and in the prior two weeks, they had only scored two. Struggling offensively up there, and uh, we'll see Anderson in a couple weeks, and uh, see Rose at the later part of the season, Hanover coming up, so a lot of conference games, a lot of meaningful games, and here today, both 2-0 and teams just fighting right here defensively and offensive trying to get going. Second down six, Prather's going to throw it out to the left-hand side, and it's past a jumping Joey Newton incomplete. If this isn't identical on both sides of the ball, both quarterbacks are struggling, neither team's really getting the rushing attack going, and both defenses are playing pretty solid right now. Outside of the one big play of the game that's made it a 7 nothing game, really both offenses are struggling to move the football. Prather now 3 of 9 in the passing department for 74 yards, but all but 10 of that is because of the 64-yard touchdown pass. That he threw to Austin Brock. 13-24 remaining to go in the first half. Dropping back Prather on third and six. He's going to roll out to the right throw. And it is almost intercepted by Manchester. Flag down, thrown in the vicinity of holding for the Lions. And we'll see what that flag is. Sands was the one that almost intercepted the ball. Good pressure, 21. Marvin Collins, defensive line, junior, six foot, 185, got in on Prather and made a big time hit. And it will be a hold against the mount. But Manchester is going to decline the penalty, and the Lions will be punting the football away. Looks like they got 66, Sam Martin on the hold, and uh, once again, Murray will come out and punt the football for the Lions. This will be his fifth punt of the afternoon. He's averaging just over 39 yards a kick today. Murray will punt the football away, and back set to return is Markel Jackson. Good snap, high, nice kick. 
And Jackson's going to fair catch it at the 35-yard line. Looks like switch that, Dave. That was uh, on the David Smith 34 was back. So they took Jackson out on the punt return and actually put 34 David Smith, the running back, back there at the last second to, to fair catch that punt. So the punt back to the 35-yard line. That's a 37-yard kick for Ryan Murray, but, boy, it had a lot of hang time on it. So it's first and 10, ball at the 35. Zimmerman, the quarterback, who has not completed a pass yet for Manchester, first and 10. And the handoff goes to Paul, and Paul is going to get stacked up. Maybe a yard gain out to the 36-yard line. The official's rather generous on that spot, but nonetheless brings up second down, about nine yards to go. Puts Manchester at 36 rushing yards on the day. And uh, just overall, Manchester on third downs, 14 of 77, 18% on third down completion. So if the Lions can continue to get Manchester into that third down situation, only completing 18% of those for a first down. Second down, nine yards to go. Dropping back Zimmerman, good pocket. Now he's going to get hit, fumble the football, ball loose in the field. Pick it up. Picked up by the middle and picked up by Fisher. And Fisher's going to take it inside the 15. He's going to be dropped at the 11. Great pressure by the defensive line. And once again, the Lions defense forced another turnover on the play. And it's a strip sack. Fumble recovered by Julius Fisher all the way down to the 10-yard line. I didn't see who hit the quarterback, Zimmerman, from behind to cause the fumble. But the Lions now, after the turnover, have got it at the Manchester 11-yard line. First down, 10 yards to go with 12.20 left. It was 91. Brady Buehler was able to get a hand in there and knock that ball away from Zimmer and a good heads-up play by Fisher to scoop it up and get it all the way down to the 10. So the Lions have it first and 10 at the Manchester 11. Bell is going to get split out to the left-hand side. He's the single receiver. Handoff goes to McKenzie, off right tackle, inside the 10, keeps pushing forward. Manchester says they have come away with the football, but the officials had blown the play dead. And the ball is going to be spotted right at the 10-yard line after about a yard gain. Boy, right when the game was just kind of getting that slow, gritty grind, the Lions defense comes up with a good defensive pursuit. Stripped the ball out of Zimmerman's hand and picks it up for the fumble recovery. Now the Lions offense needs to punch this in for seven. Newton out to the left-hand side. Brock split left. Tight end right is Bell. Now rolling out to his right as Prather throws it to Bell. Complete inside the 10 to the 6. Nice catch by Hayden Bell. He had a defender all over him. Prather play action to Bell. Gets us down to about the 6-yard line with third down. Lions can actually pick up a first down near the 1-yard line. Into the ball game for the first time in a couple of weeks is Chase Samples. Number 11, he's been out with an injury. Sam Martin's playing with a sprained left ankle today, but he's gutting it through at left tackle. Said he was okay before the game. Now the Lions with that tight formation. Receivers out wide on both sides. And now Martin, that ankle gave way and he fell down. And it'll be an illegal procedure against the Lions. And they'll get marked back five yards. Be careful what I say. <laughs> so, that'll mark them back 
five yards, back to the 11-yard line, which is the original line of scrimmage. So it's third down, ten for the Lions. they got to get inside the one to pick up a first down. McKenzie now moves in motion out to the right-hand side. Dropping back, Prater throws over the middle. He's got a receiver. That's complete. Ayler, Ayler at the goal line. Touchdown, Lions! Gritty, gritty play right there by Jake Ayler. Catches the ball at the two. Two defenders come up and tackle him. He's able to stretch it over the goal line for a touchdown. Prather to Ayler. Lions touchdown. Ayler with the touchdown catch. That is his first of the season. And the Lions now lead it 13 to nothing. It was confusion on the back end of Manchester. A guy, the defensive back never followed Ayler and was able to... Now putting it up. The extra point is up and good. Farfson gets the extra point. 10.51 left to go in the first half of action. It is now the Mount 14 and the Spartans nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community. Open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Sometimes circumstances require the services of a private investigator. And when that happens, contact Official Investigations and Security Services in Cincinnati. They specialize in surveillance, insurance fraud investigations, workers' comp, witness location and protection, accident reconstruction, and stolen auto and construction equipment. Official Investigations and Security Services also provides mobile notary services throughout the tri-state area. So for your needs, call the best, courtesy, Professionalism, experience, and results. Official investigations and security services at 844-263-3424. left to go in the first half of action. Lions lead it now 14-0. And the hand of kickoff is going to be taken in by Smith. And then they're going to throw it back into the backfield to Paul. And Paul... Got hit at the 23-yard line, and a flag came in towards the end of the play. I think it's going to be a hold against Manchester. Check that. That was Jackson who got the handoff from Smith. It's going to be an illegal block in the back against Manchester, so that will knock them back half the distance to the goal. You're not going to believe this score. And they're just now entering the second quarter of play in Terre Haute. And Rose Holman is leading Anderson 48 to nothing after one quarter. Unbelievable performance. I don't, we'll have to go back and look and see how they've scored, but 48 points in one quarter, that's gotta be a record. 17 nothing Franklin over Bluffton and Hanover leads 21 nothing over Defiance. The Lions will be up at Defiance next Saturday. 10.45 to go. In this first half of action, Zimmerman, the quarterback, handoff goes right up the middle and hit right at the line and dropped is the running back, David Smith. Jonathan Finn once again on a tackle, and uh, nice job by that Lions offense to take advantage of that short field and extend the lead to 14 to nothing. About a half a yard gain. 
takes it out to the 15-yard line. 10-23. Coming out wide to the right-hand side. The near side is Nick Kelly, the freshman wide receiver. Lathrop and Greer are out to the left. Now again, Smith is going to take it out of the Wildcat. Handoff. Nope, handoff. Keeps it himself right up the middle. Stopped right at the 15-yard line. No gain. Manchester just unable to get anything going on the ground game. Obviously, they're struggling to get the ball anywhere in the zero uh, passing yards. Only 30 yards rushing on the day. So just this Lions defense has been suffocating early. So third down, call it a long nine yards to go. Zimmerman again with a third down situation. Looking over the defense of the Lions. Now they drop back Devin Dobbinworth all the way back. Zimmerman rolls out to the left, steps up in the pocket, throw. That's his first completion of the day. Completed the 20 to the 21-yard line. And the pass was caught by Kelly at the 21. That's going to be a gain of about six yards on the carry, on the reception. And it'll bring up fourth down two, and it's punting time again for Kibler. He has punted the ball five times today for almost 41 yards a kick. Yeah, he's done a good job of flipping the field, and he'll try to do the same thing right now. Hunley back set to return at about his own 42. Kibler, good snap. Right foots it up in the air. Sidewise kick. And it's taken in by Hunley at the 40. Now cuts to the near side. To the 45. He's got some green. To the 50. To the 40. 35-30. 25-20. He's going to be run out of bounds at about the 10-yard line where they will spot him after a 50-yard return by the freshman, Zakeem Hunley. Great job by Zakeem Hunley. He was able to catch the ball around midfield. Cut it back over here to the near side. Got some great blocking and a big return, 50-yard return. Puts this Lions offense near the 10-yard line once again ready to strike. They're going to spot him out of bounds at the 12, so that'll make it a 48-yard return. Nonetheless, the Lions have set up shop again in the red zone against Manchester, leading at 14-0. Mo McKenzie in the backfield. Fake handoff. Prather throws into the left-hand side. It is complete to Joey Newton. He caught the ball at the five-yard line, and he was almost tied up by Jaquan Walker, but Newton just ripped it right out of Walker's hands and made the completion at the five. Yeah, Prather can thank uh, Newton for that. Walker was right there. Both hands, all four hands were on the ball, and Newton came away with it. McKenzie in the backfield, out of the pistol formation. Handoff up the middle. McKenzie off right tackle. He'll scamper into the end zone for the touchdown. Good to see Mo get in there off the right tackle. McKenzie scores, and the Lions extend the lead to 20 to nothing. Two-yard run, Mariota McKenzie. His second touchdown of the year. On the touchdown run from the five, and Farsing will come in to attempt the extra point with 8.04 to go in this first half. Well, when the Lions are in their own territory, they don't move the football. Put them down in the red zone, and they are about as dangerous as any team in the country. And Farsing picks it up, and it is through. 8.04 to go in the first half. It's the Mount 21. And the Spartans nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Teaching is my calling. So when I needed to renew my license, I chose Mount St. Joseph University. 
The Mount offers the only program in the state of Ohio that allows you to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree. In less than two years, I combined the reading and gifted intervention specialist endorsements. Classes were convenient, fully online, and I received personal attention from my professors. The Mount helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. You're a Lions fan. Own it. And we are the radio home of Mount St. Joseph Lions Sports, UltimateSportsTalk.com. Football, basketball, wrestling, volleyball, softball, baseball. We are Cincinnati's sports website and also the home of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night during the baseball season. We are the home of the Mount St. Joseph Lions, UltimateSportsTalk.com. Well, another red zone opportunity and another red zone score by the Lions. They lead it 21-0. Farsinger will kick it off, and that kick goes over to the far side and bounces out of bounds again. So the penalty for kicking it out of bounds will give Manchester the ball at the 35. Credit that defense again, Dave, once again, getting off the field. And uh, big special teams, nice punt return by Hundley to set up that offense in the red zone, and they were able to score to extend the lead to 21 to nothing. Well, you look at a couple of items here. Both teams are 2 of 7 in third down efficiency. Time of possession, just a three-minute difference between the two. Manchester's had the ball actually longer than the Lions have. But the Lions lead it 21 to nothing based upon the turnovers. In the ball game. First and ten. And the handoff goes up the middle. And breaking it out. Fumble on the play, but the ball was blown dead near the 40-yard line. A gain of about five yards on the play. On the running back, who's new in the ball game, Christian Smith. So Smith picks up the five-yard gain out to the five. 7.36 left to go in the first quarter. Greer is in the slot to the right. Lathrop is all the way out to the wide right. Tight end left is Abigam. And the handoff goes up the middle again, breaking across the 40 to the 42-yard line. Nice tackle in there. Christian Smith. 41, Luke's bowling in on the tackle. Boy, it is. You mentioned it before the game, Chris. It is not easy to see the Manchester numbers. You almost wish what they do with those uniforms. I mean, they're nice. They've got nice tops, but the numerals are in gold. You wish they'd put them in black lettering. So it'd be easier to see. Trips out to the far side, third down, three yards to go. Zimmerman hands off to Smith right up the middle. He's going to be hit, no gain, and the officials are letting them continue, but the Lions will stop Manchester for no gain. It'll be fourth down, three yards to go, and again a punting time for Manchester. Cannot speak enough of what this defense has done today. Zero passing yards and only 31 rushing yards for Manchester. A really good, gritty performance by the number one defense in the conference. 6.20 6.20 and running left to go in the first half. Fourth down three. And Kibler again. This will be his sixth punt of the afternoon. Good snap. He's going to get the football away. High good kick that will hit at the 20 and bounce out of bounds right at the 20-yard line. So that will be about a 26-yard punt. It's got to be more than that. 
At the 20, no, check that. It's got to be a 37-yard punt. 6.01 left to go in this first half. And it's 21-0, the mount. First and 10 from their own 19-yard line. Now let's see what the Lions can do offensively if they've got a full football field in front of them. (laughs) Prather, the quarterback. He is 5 of 12 for 89 yards. One sack, two TDs today. Receivers out wide on both sides. Dropping back is Prather. Looks over the middle and he overthrew, way overthrew Austin Brock. Incomplete. Just looks like Prather's overthrown a couple receivers. Doesn't have the same touch that he had last week. Uh, obviously credit to special teams and the defense today. Uh, given the offense short fields and being able to punch that in in the red zone. But uh, his touch and his accuracy is just a little bit off today. 5.57 in the first half. Rutgerson just left the ball game. Hayden Bell is back in. Receivers out wide on both sides. Ari Turner's into the ball game. Fake handoff, throw out to the right-hand side, incomplete through the hands of Joey Newton. And Prather now 0 for 2 in this series of downs. Has a third down and 10 yards to go. The Lions 2 for 7 in third down efficiency in this ball game and on the season they are 40 of 42 of 80 for about 56 percent clock stops on the incompletion Prather takes the snap rolls out to the right now he's going to run back to the left back near the goal line stops squares up throws the ball upfield and it is incomplete tried to get it to Ari Turner and Turner just could not catch up with it as it went through his hands incomplete yeah, good pressure right there. Manchester's defensive line was able to get Prather kind of scrambling around in the backfield and just unable to find anybody open. Good coverage downfield, and uh, Ryan Murray will come out and punt the ball and try to flip the field. So 5.48 left to go. Lions will punt the ball away from their own 35-yard line. And back again is Markel Jackson. Jackson back near midfield. Murray. Slow snap, but he got it away. Low line drive kick that he'll hit about the 40, take a mount bounce inside the 50, and be downed near the 47-yard line. Number 20, Ryan Murray's punt travels 34 yards before rolling dead. So that'll be a 23-yard punt for Ryan Murray. And with 5.39 left to go, Manchester has got good field position. Still in their own territory, back at their own 47. Yeah, if you're Manchester here, you got good field position. You get the ball to start the second half. You're just looking to find something, maybe on the ground, or even get this passing attack. Get some points here, even if you walk away with three. Zimmerman, handoff up the middle to Smith. That's Christian Smith. And he's a little bowling ball that takes it right up the middle, inside the 50, down to the 44-yard line. It's about nine yards on the carry, and a second down and a yard to go. Yeah, good start to the drive. Good job by Smith. On the season, 45 carries for 170 yards, averaging about three or four yards a carry. So good carry he's, right there. He's only 5'4", 190. He is a bowling ball. Dropping back is Zimmerman. He's going to throw it deep up the left-hand side, and it's incomplete over the head of Greer, who was double-teamed on the play. And it's third down and about a yard. Good coverage, number one. Noah Abel was right there step-by-step with Greer, and uh, just unable, Zimmerman to Greer, just unable to connect so far today. Third down a yard. 
Manchester decided to go for broke. Their offensive coordinator, Chuck Aaron, on third down in a yard. And let's see what they can come up with to try to convert this into a first. Hand off to Smith. And Smith is going to get hit and drop behind the line of scrimmage. No gain. Got to think they're going to go for it here. Down three scores. Trying to get something momentum going. They're going to go for this, Dave. Anthony Wright came in and made the first hit. And then following it up was Jack Tucker. Fourth down and about a yard to go. They're going to punt. They're going to go ahead and punt the ball. Down 21 to nothing. I was thinking the same thing you were, Chris, that they would go ahead and roll the dice. Austin Price back set to return. And again, Kibler gets the snap, gets a nice punt away, kicks it to the far side, and it goes out of bounds. And they will spot it out of bounds near the 20-yard line at about the 22-yard line. Yeah, I mean, I think right there you probably try to go for that. The punt didn't work out in their favor. Obviously, they were trying to pin the Lions deep. But fourth and one, down three scores. I would have probably rolled the dice right there, but... That's why we're up here in the booth, not down on the field. (laughs) Yep, Nate Jensen decided to go ahead and punt the football away. Of course, they get the football to start the second half. Prather, the quarterback, takes the snap. Hand off to Ari Turner around the right-hand side. He's going to struggle forward to get it out near the 25-yard line. That's a gain of about four on the carry. And second down, a long six. Ari Turner, freshman from right here in Cincinnati, Ohio, 5'8", 135, Princeton High School. And he's 135 in his uniform soaking <laughs> wet. I mean, I've got legs that are bigger than him. <laughs> second down, seven. Fake handoff, Prather rolls out to the left. He's got a lot of green. He's going to throw it upfield to Austin Brock, completed the 35. That's a first down for the Lions, gain of 10 on the completion. Nice job by the offensive line. Prather on the play action was able to roll out to the near side of the field and find Brock on the sideline and move the chains. Anderson starting their comeback in the second quarter. Nine minutes left to go in the half. They're down 48-6. to six. 48-6. You're gonna have to, we're going to have to look that up this week. I yeah. guarantee that's a record for most points in a quarter. Hanover blitzing Defiance with 10 minutes to go in the half, 28 nothing. Lions go to Defiance next week. First and 10 from the 34. Dropping back Prather looks to his left. He's got a lot of green. He's going to cut it up the left-hand side, and he's going to slide down at the 37-yard line. Flag down, thrown back near the offensive line after a gain of about four by Tyler Prather. And I think you're going to see this one come back. It'll be a hold against the Lions. That is the Lions' second penalty of the afternoon. That penalty is 10 yards and moves the ball back. And that is for 15 yards on the game. 10 yards on this play. Takes it back inside the 24-yard line. So that will bring up second. Call it first down. 20 yards to go for a first down. Lions still with all three timeouts left, and we're inside three minutes to go in this first half. Prather, the quarterback, has got Turner to the left. Now Mariano McKenzie into the ballgame on the left, and Prather's going to throw it up the right side. He's got Rickerson. Did he catch it in bounds? No, he fell out of bounds without the football incomplete. 
Got another flag on the play, Dave, on the far side of the field. And as the officials confer, we'll get the call on the play. An eligible man downfield. I'm telling you right now, Chris, I have seen that play called more this year than I had in my entire life. I can almost argue that the Lions have had that called on them once a game so far. Yeah, it's six times that they've had that play called on them this year. Six. Where somebody on the offensive line has been downfield. And that's a five-yard penalty, and it'll bring up first and 25 from inside the 19-yard line this time. Prather out of the pistol, handoff up the middle, goes to Mariano McKenzie. He breaks a tackle, but still in the grasp and is taken down at about the 21-yard line. Number 31, Mariano McKenzie. I don't know how many times you can see that called in one season. You barely ever see it called once. Twice maybe, but six times. Two twenty-five remaining in the first half. Second down, 23 yards to go for the Lions. McKenzie to the right of Prather. Receiver's not wide on both sides. Fake handoff. Prather drops back. Good protection. Rolls to the left. Throws upfield. Completes his team Hunley at the 32. And he's going to be pushed out of bounds near the 35-yard line. That's going to be a completion of about 15 yards. And it will be third down and manageable now at about nine yards to go. Nice pickup right there. Prather to Hunley. Offensive line gives him great time. He's able to step up, make a throw to the big target in Hunley, and make this more of a manageable third down as the clock ticks down to about a minute and 40 seconds left in the half. Prather on third and nine. Lions sitting at their own 35-yard line. McKenzie into the ball game to the right of Prather. Lions so far in this game, two of seven on third down. That play... Snap goes right past Prather. Prather had to go back near his own 15 to grab it and is brought down on the play. Just a bad snap from center. Collins came back and hopped on Prather. And now the Spartans are going to use a timeout and see if they can try to get something out of this. So Manchester takes a timeout. We will also. 120 to go in this first half. It's the Mount 21, the Spartans nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Real estate investors, it's time lenders make it easy on you. And we have at Cover 3, affiliated with the Mortgage Network. This past year has been tough on investors, but we don't care. Try the no-income verification loan to purchase or refi your properties, owner or non-owner occupied. We only want leases, application, and a couple of other documents. And that gets you into the 4 to 5% range. Minimum credit score needed is 620. Contact Cover 3 today to get pre-approved. 312-248-4366. One twenty to go in the first half of action here from Schuler Field. It's 21-0, the mount on top of it, but Manchester, after forcing a fumble, but the Lions jump back up on top of it. Now the Lions will have to punt the football away, and Ryan Murray will come in to kick it away. Jackson back set to return. Murray on the afternoon, five punts, 39 yards a kick, and he needs a boomer here. Dave looks like 34. David Smith is actually back to return the punt for Manchester. High snap, but Murray gets it down. It's a low end-over-end kick that's going to hit 
inbound territory at the 40-yard line. It'll be down at the 45-yard line. That's a 30-yard kick. No return. And Manchester has it first and 10 from their own 40, from the Mount 45, excuse me. If you're Manchester here, you got a minute and 12, two timeouts, looking for three points, maybe a touchdown, just to get some type of momentum offensively going into the locker room. Abayagam is the tight end right. Receivers out wide on both sides for Zimmerman, who has completed just one pass today, one for seven. Zimmerman. Takes the snap, fake handoff, looks straight up field. Now steps up into the pocket, tucks it under. He's going to run it himself inside the 43, down to the 42-yard line. Gain of three on the carry. Second down, seven yards to go. We're under a minute left. That play looked, took a lot of time. Manchester still has two timeouts left, though. And Zimmerman gets the handoff, flag down. And he's going to take it inside the 40 and is going to be hit at the 38-yard line. That's another gain of four. It's going to be a false start. The offense wasn't even set before the snap, Dave. And if what you say is true, is the officials... Looks like it's going to be offsetting. The way the mount is reacting to it. Anthony Wright looking into the huddle and he... Didn't appear to be too happy with what the officials were discussing. If it's just offside, I mean, if it's a legal procedure, Chris, this is taking an awful long time to discuss. And now here comes the penalty call. Backfield in motion against Manchester. And that is the penalty. So that'll be a five-yard penalty. The Lions will accept it, and it will take it back to the 47-yard line and bring up second and 12. Again, receivers out wide on both sides. Trips to the near side for Zimmerman. And he drops back. He's going to throw it out to the right. Complete on the play to the 37-yard line and tripped up and upended at the 33-yard line is the receiver, Sean Sims. Sims, a freshman out of Rockford, Michigan. So that's a 12-yard completion and a first down, first and 10. Clock continues to run, and a flag is thrown by the back judge. And let's see what will be called there. He stopped the play immediately, and I think it's going to be something against Manchester. And it's a legal procedure called against Manchester. 23.6. Manchester still got two timeouts left. I'm surprised they didn't use one after that last completion. Yeah, I agree. The offense is kind of scrambling around. That's two full starts on the drive. And uh, trying to work quickly, I understand. But you still have two timeouts, and you're really only five or ten yards away from being in field goal range for Kibler. First and 15, back to the 38-yard line. Yeah, Kibler, anytime you get inside that 30, he is, has been almost a dead-eye this year. And the snap back to Zimmerman. Rolls out to the left, cuts inside a block. He's going to run it himself to the 35-30, 25. He's close to a first down after a gain of about 14 on the carry. And again, they've got two timeouts left. Now they're going to use one of the two with 13.1 seconds to go in this first half. 
Well, the officials said... Did he say the final timeout? said that was their third and final timeout. I don't know where they took the first one at. Do you remember when they took the first one? I do not, but now with only 13 seconds left, be interested to see what Manchester does. But I mean, the scoreboard even had them with two timeouts left. I'm, I thought their first timeout came right before the punt. I don't remember another time in this first half that they took a timeout, Chris. Well, if that's their final timeout with 13 seconds left, you almost have to line up and kick the field goal right now. Well, it's second down and a yard. Yeah, the only thing you're going to be able to do is throw the ball on a sideline pattern and try to get some extra yardage. But right now, with the ball at the 24-yard line, it would be probably about a 41-yard field goal attempt, and that is well within Kibler's range. Offense is going to come out on the field. But the wind is blowing into his face. So, Zimmerman in the backfield. About the only thing they can do here is throw the ball. Second down and a short yard to go for a first down. Zimmerman is going to take the snap, drops back, looks out, now rolls out to the right. He's going to throw the ball into the end zone. It's intercepted by Price at the 10, and he's going to be spun down at the 10. That thing came out of his hand like a dead quail. Yeah, it was just sitting up in the air, and Price broke on it. There's two flags at the end of the play, but that's the 11th interception for this Lions defense. Outstanding. As you said, two flags are down on the play. Four seconds to go in the first half of action. And I think you're going to see personal foul called. It's going to be on Price. He spun the ball. Well, heavens knows you don't want to celebrate a good play in college football anymore. Well, that just tops off a really, really solid first half for this Lions defense, creating a few turnovers as they've done. And uh, the Lions will probably take a knee here and take a 21 nothing lead into the halftime locker room. Yep, they'll go into the victory formation. Prather will just take the knee with four seconds, takes the snap, and he does. But the Lions with a couple of red zone touchdowns, some key turnovers, and they finish it off with an interception at the end of the first half. This defense for the Lions has really looked good here in the first half. Outstanding performance. Only gave up 48 yards on the ground. Only gave up two receiving yards. Had a pair of turnovers, a fumble, and an interception. The offense took advantage of the short field. Was able to score three touchdowns and now lead 21 nothing going into the half. Yeah, and when you look at the rushing stats, Chris, I mean, you, you brought it up. 48 yards rushing on 24 attempts for Manchester, just two yards a carry. But the mount's pretty much the same way. Ten carries here today for 27 yards, so that's 2.7 yards a carry. Yeah, you look at the stats. We've only got 96 yards receiving for the mount. Obviously, 64 of those came on the big touchdown throw to uh, Prather, to Brock. But again, credit to the defense and the special teams for setting us up in the red zone and the Lions offense able to take advantage of that. So we are at halftime here and our halftime festivities are about set to begin. 
here at Mount St. Joseph University. I'm Dave Mitchell with Chris Morris, and your score here at the half, it is the Mount 21 and the Manchester Spartans nothing. Our halftime festivities are next here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Barbarian Apparel is a cutting-edge sports apparel company. Barbarian Apparel provides high-quality team gear and active wear that is unrivaled at a great price. Barbarian Apparel fits not only individuals, but teams all over the world. And your team will stand out with Barbarian's custom sublimation, artwork, and screen printing. Each piece of team uniform is specifically designed with your preferences in mind, including graphics, color, logos, and fabric selections. Start your order today at BarbarianApparel.com or email any questions at barbariancustomers at gmail.com. Barbarian Apparel conquered the impossible. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located at the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, whether it's spirit wear, gifts, or snacks. But the Roar Store is more. They offer everything from notebooks to laundry detergent, even brake fluid and tire repair, plus a wide range of food and drink. And it's just a walk away. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. I learned patience from my adoptive dad. All he had to say was, Hey, you got this. Just breathe. Hey. (laughs) We're pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) Might have to start a band. (laughs) I got it. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. (laughs) Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by AdoptUSKids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. That's Dr. Dejana Figuerella, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. It's funny, when I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes. When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM. So can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. Dave Mitchell back here at Schuler Field where the Lions are leading it 21 to nothing and they got off to a great start early in the ball game with 14-11 left to go in the first quarter of action. Tyler Prather completed a pass to Austin Brock for 64 yards. Prather went around the left-hand side on third down the Lions first drive of the game, first time they had the football. And Prather went around the left-hand side, sold the Manchester defense that he was going to run the football, and that left Austin Brock wide open up the left sideline for a 64-yard touchdown pass, and the Lions led it 6 to nothing. Kyle Farsing kicked in the extra point. That was a four-play drive for the Lions, 69 yards in just 41 seconds, and they led the game 7 to nothing. In the second quarter of action, Prather then found Jake Ayler for an 11-yard touchdown pass, and that gave the Lions a 19 to nothing lead in the or in the contest. As the Lions five play drive, 11 yards, just a minute 29 
went off the clock as they collected in a fumble recovery to get the ball down inside the Manchester red zone. Second time they did it was the same exact thing. Mariano McKenzie went off right tackle for five yards. The attempted point after touchdown was good, and the Lions led it 21 to nothing, which is where we are at right now. Lions, that drive, three plays, 12 yards, 24 seconds. So in two drives, the Lions had seven plays that went 23 yards and took a total of a minute 51 seconds, and they led it. And then even if you look at the first play, the first drive that they had, it was only four plays for 69 yards and 41 seconds it took on that drive. And as you take a look at the time of possession, that's why Manchester has had the ball longer than the Lions. Time of possession, Manchester has had the football 16 minutes and 34 seconds, while the Lions have had the football for a total of 9 minutes and 7 seconds. Almost a 7-minute difference between the two teams' time of possession here this afternoon. And that is why the Lions are on top of it here by a score of 21 to nothing in this football game. Penalties, both teams have only had two, but well, I'll tell you what, it's been a punting duel here today. Kibler, eight punts on the afternoon for a 38.8 yards per kick average, and Ryan Murray right there with him, six punts for a 38.2 yards per kick average here this afternoon. Lions leading at 21 to nothing. When we come back, we'll take a look at the scoreboard right after this. I can solve difficult problems for a Fortune 500 company. I can run a successful business. I can manage your home improvements. I can publicize your message. I can motivate your audience. I can put my military experience to work for your company. I can teach your children. I can boost your bottom line. I can add value to your workplace. I could be a loyal and productive employee. But I can't put my skills to work for your organization if I'm not given the opportunity. If you don't recognize my talents and ability. If you don't hire me. If you don't have an open mind and a workplace that's open to everyone. If you don't realize that America works best when everybody works. What can you do? What can you do? What can you do? You can remember that it worked. It's what people can do. It's what people can do that matters. Nearly 50 million Americans have disabilities. Capitalize on their talents with employment practices that benefit everyone. Learn more at whatcanyoudocampaign.org. Odyssey now has hundreds of new exclusive music stations for you to discover your new summer soundtrack. Get moving with worthy workouts for a cardio sesh fueled by today's top artists. Hanging with your crew? Throw it back with picnic party for old school jams for your cookout. Or sail away with Odyssey's new yacht rock station, Jugger Yacht. For summer barbecues, road trips, or relaxing poolside. Hundreds of new exclusive stations, plus all your favorite local radio stations and podcasts. It's all on Odyssey. Right back here at Schuler Field this afternoon where the Hall of Fame ceremonies are going on. And one of the people that are being inducted into the Hall of Fame this weekend, Elliot Spence, the former wrestling coach and national runner-up in wrestling from Mount St. Joseph University. 
21 nothing. the mount on top of it here this afternoon over Manchester. Let's take a look at the scoreboard here this afternoon around Division I college football. Cincinnati is blowing out UCF 42-14. to They have just started the fourth quarter to play, and the Bearcats, the number three team in the country, running away with that game. Auburn over Arkansas, 31-23. to LSU and Florida in a shootout at the end of the third quarter. That game is tied up at 35 apiece so far. Michigan State was down early 9-7. to Now they're up 17-9 to over Indiana as that game has moved into the fourth quarter of play. Oklahoma State is down to Texas, 24-22 to with 10-16 left to go in the ballgame. That game being played in Texas. Mizzou is down by 21 to Texas A&M, 35-14. Texas A&M with that win a couple of weeks ago over Alabama may have found their footing for the rest of the year. In games that are coming up later on this afternoon, number one Georgia is going to be hosting number 11 Kentucky, a game that Chris is can't stand to wait for. He is ready to go for that one. Number two, Iowa is entertaining Purdue. These are 330 games. And 19th ranked BYU will be at Baylor. Tonight on ABC, number four, Oklahoma will be entertaining TCU. That game will be at 730. On ESPN, Alabama plays at Mississippi State. That game is at 7. North Carolina State, ranked 22nd in the country, is at Boston College. And Ole Miss will be at Tennessee. That is at 7.30 tonight on the SEC Network. And later on tonight, number 18, Arizona State, is at Utah. And that game will kick off at 10 o'clock on ESPN. Now, around the Heartland Conference here this afternoon, I'm going to save the best for last. In the second quarter, just under three minutes to go, Hanover at home is blanking Anders or Defiance by a score of 28 to nothing. And as we've told you, the Lions will be on the road in Northwest Ohio next week in Defiance County, taking on the Yellow Jackets. Also coming up this afternoon, 24 nothing Franklin over Bluffton. Franklin looking for their first Heartland Conference victory. And they are leading now 24 to nothing over the Bluffton Beavers. And here's the shocker. At halftime, this is just halftime, Rose Holman is winning at home over Anderson 62 to 7. That's 62 to 7 at halftime. That's what's going on in the Heartland Conference here this afternoon. It is hard to believe I mean, Anderson has had problems scoring the football. In the last three ball games, they've scored a total of 22 points. If you add in this first half against Rose Holman, in the last three and a half ball games, Anderson has scored a total of 29 points in three and a half football games. But they have given up 62 points in the first half to Rose Holman. And it begs the question, is Rose Holman as good as their record is showing. They've managed to beat Trine, a game that they probably shouldn't have won, but they did 32-31. to When the Lions went up to Trine, the same way that Rose Holman did, and the Lions lost in overtime also by one point as they went for two at the end of the ballgame, just like Trine did against Rose Holman. But the Lions are going to be playing Rose Holman the last game of the season, and that will be coming up on November the 13th 
in Terre Haute, Indiana. And, of course, we'll have that one for you here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. We brought this up during the pregame show, but as you look at the second half of the season, which is beginning today with this game against Manchester, the Lions, out of their next four ball games, are playing two at home and two away. Next week at Defiance, and then they come home for two games in a row, Anderson on October 30th, and then on November 6th, Hanover will come to town. Going to be a very, very big ball game for Hanover then. And then Rose Holman will be on, we will be on the road taking on Rose Holman in that ball game at 1.30 on Saturday afternoon on November 13th. When we come back, we'll tell you more about this afternoon's ball game after this timeout. Next Saturday, the Mount St. Joseph Lions are back on the road and head north into Defiance to play the Yellow Jackets in another Heartland Conference contest. The Lions have won nine straight over Defiance and are four and two on the Yellow Jackets home field. I'm Dave Mitchell. Join Chris Morris and I for the road game as the Lions Rewind starts our broadcast at 12.30, pregame is at 1, and the kickoff at 1.30. Mount up next week as the Lions travel to Defiance, only on UltimateSportsTalk.com. America, your children have an amazing superpower. That's right. They can help save lives by simply washing their hands. Just 20 seconds of thorough hand washing after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside can help fight against the dastardly spread of germs. Armed with only soap and water and hands, your superhero can protect you, your family, and everyone out there in America land. Amazing. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Back here at Schuler Field, Lions lead at 21-0. Let's turn it over to Blake Watson now, who has got the Hall of Fame inductees to interview them. Blake? Well, Dave, yeah, thanks for handing it over to us. We're joined today at halftime by, you know, a couple new MSA Hall of Famers, Elliot Spence, Eric Johnson. First off, guys, congratulations. Eric, first I want to talk to you, man. Uh, it's been a while since you've been back on campus. What's this weekend been like for you? No. It's definitely been a blessing. Um, it's good to be back on campus. Like I was telling my wife, you know, I haven't been to the Mount since 2004. And I think, that you know, the game was against Wilmington. So a lot has changed since then. But, you know, we're definitely blessed. So I'm excited to be at home and to see familiar faces and see some of my old teammates. So, yeah, we're having a blast. What did last night mean to you, being inducted into that Hall of Fame last night? It, it meant the world to me. I mean, I think all my hard work came to, you know, fruition last night with my induction. I think, you know, the blood, sweat, and tears that, you know, I put in to, you know, perfect my game and, you know, be the best that I could be, um, you know, particularly being a student athlete. You know, that was a combination of things. I think I got emotional at times because I thought about everything that I put in and, you know, all the coaches that helped me, all my professors. So, you know, it, it was an emotional night for me. Um, I only wish my mother could have been there. You know, she passed away in 2016, but I think she was there in spirit. So, you know, it was an emotional time for me. So, I mean, I'm just, I was thankful just to be back on campus. Last question, watching these kids play today. What do you like so far about the way they play? I know it's a different game than when you played it, but a lot more scoring, a lot more up-tempo stuff. What do you what do you think about the way we're playing and all that stuff? I, I think the freshman quarterback is doing a good job. He got to steady his feet a little bit. You know, I think he's overthrowing, a, you know, a few passes, but I think our defense is flying around. You know, we're, we're really looking aggressive, and I think, you know, if they come out aggressively, you know, the second half and play smart football, you know, control the ball, I think we'll come out on top. Thanks, Eric. Now Elliot Spence. Elliot? Had a big uh, wrestling thing this morning for you guys. A bunch of alumni back. How'd that go this morning with you guys over there? 
It was awesome. Coach Mason has a great thing going with the MSJ Wrestling Program. We went down there, and I didn't I didn't really know what to expect. He just said, you know, show up at 11. We're going to have some food and everything. But they had food catered in there. I walked in, and I didn't expect to see all the cameras and everything. They had a media day going where wrestlers were doing their preseason pictures. But then, because families are there, they had uh, pictures with parents. They had some recruits, about 14 recruits on campus. So the recruits were getting to, you know, take take part in some of the pictures just to see what it was like and experience the Mount St. Joseph wrestling program. So it was fun. It was great being a part of it. Same question that I asked Eric a second ago. What did last night mean to you? You know, just like Eric said, it meant the world to me. I mean, I, I put in a lot of, you know, blood, sweat, and tears as well, but my teammates along with me were there to help me along, and I would have never been able to achieve what I achieved here without the support of the MSJ wrestling community, without the professors I had, without my family and friends. So it was great being a part, having them being a part of it with me and all my friends and former teammates and attendants as well. So, I mean, the university gave so much to me. The sport of wrestling gave so much to me. So it was great to, you know, speak to that and, you know, just tell the stories of, you know, I accomplished a lot, but a lot of what I accomplished, I wouldn't have been able to do it without all the people that were there last night. Similarly, I know we ain't watching a wrestling game, a wrestling match right now. What do you think is going to happen on the map this year for the Lions? I mean, if you know, we can stay healthy. I think it's sky's the limit. I mean, we have two to three guys that have national championship potential. Um, so it just all comes down to staying healthy. But I think you know the MSJ wrestling program. Look for them to be preseason top fifteen in the country, and I think you can see your first Mount National Champions this year. That would be big. Blake, All right, guys. Blake if I may, if I ask them both the same question, how much has the university changed since you guys have been here? Um, quite a bit. I think, you know, with the you know, brand-new football field, I was just telling my wife that we used to practice down there. We used to walk from the locker room, and this used to be our practice field. So I think the facilities, the Centennial Fieldhouse, man, that's just world-class facilities. And for me, I'm kind of jealous because I wish I could have played at this time with everything that's going on, you know, and I think it's changed in that sense. But I think, you know, the school has done a tremendous job of kind of diversifying, you know, the student-athletes. Um, academics is still a, at a high standard, but just – Everything has changed, you know, I mean, just from the buildings, you know, from the facilities, you know, the crowds, you know, it's, it's, it's all kind of new. And I'm kind of envious because I didn't get to have this. Eric, real quick, what are you doing now? Um, I'm the former executive director of Costa Tulare County in California. Okay. So I used to work with at-risk, um, you know, kids. They were abused and neglected, and they were in a foster care system. So what we did is provide volunteer you know, for them in court to advocate on their behalf. Great. So I've been working with kids ever since I left Mount St. Joseph. Outstanding. Yeah. Elliot, same thing. What's it changed around here? I mean, I grew up here. I grew up in Delight Township, a mile down the road. It's been incredible to see how much Mount St. Joe's grown, even since I left here in 2009. I mean, you have the, that field house is incredible. It's, I mean, I go to all these schools coaching or all these universities. There's nothing like that at any university I've attended. That is immaculate. It's unbelievable. And if people listening haven't seen it, you need to get on campus and see it. But it's everything is changing. It's it's definitely heading in an incredible direction. And what are you doing now? I work in consulting. I do Salesforce and Encino Consulting, which is like a uh, online cloud origination platform for banks. Yep. So I help implement those projects. I work with Salesforce every day. There you go. <laughs> Elliot's one of those guys that has a job where the title, you don't understand what he actually does. <laughs> somebody somebody pays him too much money to do what he does. That's what it means. Guys, congratulations. Really good thanks to have to, you up thanks here. Thanks for spending some time with us, Thanks guys. a lot. Thank Blake, thank you very much. So our Hall of Fame enshrinees here this afternoon, 
joining us here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. 21 nothing, the Lions leading it here at the half, and what a big half this one has been for the Lions here this afternoon as they are leading it by the score of 21 nothing. as we welcome back into our broadcast, Chris Morris. And, Chris, your thoughts on the first half so far? Yeah, I thought the Lions' defense was outstanding. Uh, offense took advantage of short fields and a big special teams punt return by Hen- Hunley. And uh, just an overall outstanding performance from the defense. And uh, can't speak enough of what they were able to do in the first half. Hopefully keep it up in the second half and and uh, enjoy this beautiful weekend that the Mount has put together. You know, it's it's really interesting when we talk about it, Chris, um, the Centennial Fieldhouse. Uh, we talked about it last week. They just put the the Centennial uh, Fieldhouse logo on top of the roof so that when the airplanes come across, you could see it or the helicopters. It's just outstanding. That place, if you have not seen it, you got to stop in and take a tour. I agree 100%. I mean, it's, it's used by all athletic teams. It's a beautiful facility and uh, just top-notch in the region, and uh, it's a great addition to campus and uh, it just shows that the uh, all-in approach is going on here at the university just trying to continue to grow continue to get the best athletes best student athletes that we can here and to perform on the field for us lions so far in this ball game on total offense they have really really handled this extremely well here this afternoon chris when you look at what they've done um they have been outstanding but uh as you take a look at it, uh, let's see here, 131 yards in total offense, and but they have done an excellent job on defense here today. Yeah, the Lions offense has done a good job in the red zone. They've had good field position, and they've capitalized on it with three touchdowns. Uh, sometimes so that's how you have to win ball games. Excuse me, Sorry, David Dave. Smith and Markel Jackson are back set to return as Farvsing will kick it off. It's a high end-over-end kick. It will send... Smith into the end zone, and a kick will go through the end zone for a touchback. And Manchester will have the football down 21 to nothing. And they will pick it up at their own 21-yard line. 62-7. to Rose Holman on top. Unbelievable performance by Rose Holman there in Terre Holton. 48 points in one quarter. Just amazing. Well, Zimmerman is going to stay in a quarterback for Manchester. He was 2 of 10 in the first half for just 16 yards, 20% completion ratio. He came in completing just 36% of his passes, and the handoff goes right up the middle to David Smith, and Smith is going to get hit at the line of scrimmage for no gain. Bring up second down 10 from the 25-yard line. If you're Manchester here, you're just looking for ways to move the chain, have a nice drive here to start the second half, get some type of momentum offensively. Second down, 10 yards to go. Dropping back after the snap is Zimmerman. Now he's going to tuck it under. He's going to run it upfield across the 25, dive forward to about the 27-yard line, just a gain of a couple, second and or third and eight. Good coverage downfield by the Lions, DBs, and safeties. Anthony Wright comes up and makes the tackle on Zimmerman and uh, brings up a third down again. As we mentioned, 18% for Manchester coming into the ball game on third down. 14 minutes to go in this third quarter of play. Our thanks to Blake Watson for interviewing the Hall of Fame inductees here at halftime. Really interesting to 
Listen to what they had to say about the mount. Zimmerman's going to roll out to the left. He's going to get hit and drop. Julius Fisher's going to get credit for the tackle, but actually I think it was the left tackle that actually knocked Zimmerman to the ground. Yeah, Fisher came on a bull rush and pushed the offensive lineman back into Zimmerman, caused him to fall down for a lot behind the line of scrimmage to bring up fourth down. And uh, Fisher, Finn, and, and Anthony Wright once again showing out on the defensive side of the ball. So it'll be punting time again in that first half. They had eight punts. Kibler punted it away eight times for just under 39 yards a kick. And a long snap, and now the snap kick is high, end over end. It'll hit at about the 48-yard line in Mount Territory, and they'll say that's where it went out of bounds, at the 48-yard line. That's a 31-yard punt, no return. And the Lions have it first and ten from their own 48-yard line. Defense picks up right after it did in the first half. Comes out, three and out, able to get the punt. Great field position here for the offense. If you're looking forward to seeing what the offense can do in the second half, maybe establish a little bit of the run game and see if Prather can get a little bit more accuracy, a little bit more touch under his belt today. So Mariano McKenzie will be back in the backfield. Hayden Bell tied in left just off Sam Martin's left leg. And the throw is going to be sent out into the left complete to Hayden Bell. And he's going to break it free at the 40 to the 30, 25, 20, 15. And he's going to be pushed out of bounds inside the 15. And they'll put him out of bounds, well, I guess at the 18. Yeah, there is a flag on the play at the 40-yard line. Be interested to see what this call is. It's going to be a hold against the Lions. The preliminary signal. And it will be a hold against Mount St. Joseph. So that'll negate a big, big reception by Hayden Bell. Second time Bell's had a reception. He had a touchdown a couple of games ago that was nullified by a penalty, and now this one. Yeah, I'm a big fan of him. He's a big target. He just showed off some speed right there on the big play. Obviously, with the penalty, it's coming back. But uh, if you're a quarterback, you're definitely looking for big 87. Well, what actually happened was after the hold was where it was done, it actually takes it back to the 48-yard line, so it's first and 10 again. At the 48, Prather's going to keep it right up the middle after the fake handoff on the RPO. He takes it across midfield and is dropped at the 49-yard line. Talked about Jalen Mazden, linebacker for Manchester. Had a HCAC defensive player of, the year, player of the week coming into today's ball game. Only three tackles on the day for him. Second down, seven yards to go for the Lions at the 49 of Manchester. We played two and a half minutes of this second half. McKenzie moves out of the backfield. Out of the pistol is Prather. Throws over the middle. Complete on the play to Austin Brock near the 46-yard line. That'll be three yards on the completion. And it'll be third down. Call it about four yards to go. Now they're going to spot him at the 45-yard line. I have learned with Heartland Conference officials, when you think they are down at a certain yard line, add a yard. <laughs> That's the way it always ends up being. So the ball now is at the 45-yard line, third and three. Prather rolls out to the left, looks upfield. He's got a receiver. Referson completed the 25. He's going to be juggled down from behind at the 20-yard line. Nice job. Nice play call. Caleb Carell was able to get Prather out, rolling out here to the near side of the field, and he was able to find Wyatt Ruckerson, number one, to pick up the first down. 
That was a 28-yard reception for Rutgerson. He's done a nice job this year. He's sixth catch of the season. First and ten from the 20. Fake handoff. Prather throws it out into the flat, complete to Brock. Near the 20, side steps the tackle to the 15 and skips out of bounds at about the 14-yard line. That's about seven yards. Gives Brock four catches on the day. Should put him up about 85 yards, 90 yards on the day. He had the big, obviously the big touchdown, 64 yard earlier in the first half. But uh, Brock is a really special player when he gets the ball in his hands. Absolutely. Second down. Call it four yards to go for the Lions. Ayler and Samples are out to the left-hand side. Chase back this week. Handoff up the middle to Mariana McKenzie. Cuts it up the middle. Now to the left tackle and spins forward inside the 15 to about the 14. And it'll be third down and a couple more yards to go for a first down for the Lions today. Two of nine in third down situations. Well, they're going to say no gain. So no gain. Call it right back at the 14-yard line. And taking the snap as Prather looks over the middle. He's got a receiver. Ayler in the end zone went through his hands incomplete. Boy, he had him open too, Chris. Yeah, he just threw it over high, upper high. He had a Ayler wide open in the end zone and just sailed it a little bit high. And Looks like the offense might stay on the field here, Dave. They're going to. They're going to disdain the field goal and bring in... More receivers on fourth down, four yards to go. So a big play for the Lions, up 21 to nothing. Ball at the 14-yard line. They need to get to the 10 for a first down. Rutgerson and Newton out wide right. Mariano McKenzie moves out of the wheel to the right, throw over the middle, complete to Ayler inside the five to the four. First down for the Lions, 10 yards on the reception. Nice ball by Prather, was able to find Ayler on the slant route for the first down. Great ball. Great catch, Ayler, Lions, first down. Lions again in the red zone, where they have been outstanding this year. Including today, well, we'll get that stat for you here in a second. Prather went for the handoff, there wasn't anybody there. Now he's going to throw the ball into the end zone and almost intercepted, and is intercepted! It's going to be a touchback interception by Manchester. And probably Prather would have been better off, Chris, just running that football into the end zone because he had a lot of room. Yeah, him and uh, Mariano McKenzie mixed up in the backfield, and they are going to call that an interception. And I thought Prather was going to run it in, Dave. I thought he had two more steps and walked into the end zone. He tried to float the pass over. It was tipped, bobbled around, and then finally intercepted at the goal line for a touchback by Manchester. Yeah, absolutely. I, I thought he did too, but then he saw Ayler, as you said, in the back of the end zone. Tried to get it to him, but just threw it a little too low. 10.03 to go in this third quarter. 21-0. Lions on top of it, and Manchester has the ball after the interception at the 20-yard line in their own territory. Zimmerman, and the handoff goes up the middle to Paul, and Paul, or check that, in a running back now is Jason Love. Love, a 5'5", 170-pound sophomore out of Avon, Indiana. He took it up the middle for about 11 yards and a first down out to the 31. Love is going to stay in the backfield. Boy, they've got some short, stocky receivers, or running backs. First and 10 from the 31. Zimmerman 
Hand off to Love again. Love right up the middle. That time the Lions stack it up and stop it after about a four-yard gain. It's only Love six carry on the season, 27 yards, averaging about six yards a carry. As you mentioned, number 20, Jalen Love. Several running backs checking into the ball game for Manchester today. They've actually gone four deep on the quarterback scale, and today they've gone four deep at the running back scale. Second down six, handoff to Love again, and he's going to take it outside the 35 to about the 38-yard line, where it will bring up second down, make a third down and two. Positive positive yards for Love. He's able to bring it up to a third and short. And uh, if you're Manchester here, you definitely want to get this first down, keep the chains rolling. You want to kind of use that momentum that you got off the interception down there on the goal line, get something going offensively. Manchester two for ten and third downs this afternoon. Third down, now call it a long two yards to go. They need to get just outside the 40-yard line. They're at the 38. Lions showing blitz, handoff Love, and Love's going to come up short. He didn't even reach the 39-yard line. They're going to spot him at about the 38. No gain on the play, and Manchester will have to punt the football away again. Three running plays right there, three and out, and uh, they're going to have to sit there and punt again. And at some point in these third and short, fourth and short, Manchester's going to have to go for this to keep this offense on the field. 7.55 and running left to go in the third quarter. Kibler will come in to punt the football away, his ninth punt for the afternoon. Averaging about 38 yards a kick. Austin Price back set to return. Low snap. The Kibler's got to take off the ground. Almost got blocked, but he got it away. Price is going to take it in at the 19-yard line. Stutter step to the right. Now to the left. To the 20, 25. And he's going to be spun out of bounds near the 30-yard line. Nice return by Austin Price. And the Lions will have the football back in their own territory. Well, today the way the offense has moved, Chris... If they've had a large football field, they haven't moved the football, but if they've had a short field, they've scored TDs. That's exactly the story of the game. Offense that really hadn't had to move the football much in the red zone. They've been really good in the red zone, but if they're given the long field, they don't really do much with it, and we've had to punt several times today. Prather, 8 for 18 in the ball game, passing. He drops back, spuns away from a sack, gets it out to about the 28-yard line. He's, it's going to be classified as a sack. Because he lost a yard on the play. So Manchester with their second sack of the afternoon. They're going to say no gain. I don't know if you classify that as a sack or not for no gain. but Brings up second down 10 nonetheless. Prather now rolls out to the right. Looks upfield. Stops. Throws deep downfield to Ayler. Complete across midfield and slips and falls down at the 47-yard line. Make it the 46 of Manchester. Great throw by Tyler Prather right there. He pushed him out under the pocket onto the far side of the field. He had Jake Ayler running across, crossing route right across the middle with two defenders following him. And Prather puts a dart right into 15 Ayler for the first down. Big, big play for the Lions. Ball at the 46-yard line in Manchester Territory. Handoff Ari Turner off the right side, and he's just going to get back to the line of scrimmage and then struggle forward, spins forward, gets it knocked out of bounds at about the 44-yard line, so they'll give him a gain of a yard. Well, this Manchester defense just does not give up much on the ground. The Lions have only got 12 yards of rushing today, and they're tough up front. And, uh, again, 
21 nothing ball game. The Lions are driving deep here into the third quarter around midfield, but don't expect Manchester to quit. They're a gritty team. No, that's one thing Hop said, that these guys, they just continue to play hard. That's how they came back from three touchdowns in the spring to lose by two. Dropping back Prather. Looks out to the right. Overthrew completely Jake Ayler on the sideline. And it brings up third down and about nine yards to go. As we mentioned in the pregame show, busy day here at Schuler Field. We've got women's soccer action coming in after this football game. We've got men's soccer. They're both hosting Franklin this afternoon in big conference matchup. And uh, our women's soccer team had a great win over Transylvania earlier this week, one nothing. They're playing really good in conference play right now. So it is third down, call it a long nine yards to go. Prather with Turner off to the right-hand side. Fake handoff, now stepping up into the pocket. Prather lost the handle, picks it up after a bounce, lost it again, and it's going to be complete. It's going to be jumped on by Manchester, and they've got the football after Prather fumbled it around a couple of times, and they will grab the football in their own territory at the 43-yard line. Yeah, that was Jalen Mazden, 35, falling on the fumble. Looks like Prather fumbled it twice on the play. He got stripped running out of the pocket, bounced back up off the turf to him, and then again fumbled again, and then that way Mazden fell on it for Manchester, and they open up this drive in good field position. Well, Donaworth and Price are still in at the safety positions for the Lions. Mason Owens is in a corner, and that fumbled snap, snap fumbled by Zimmerman, and he has to fall on it back at the 36-yard line. That's going to be a loss of about seven. It's now two turnovers offensively for the Lions, and both offenses have just never really gotten to a groove today. This has been one of the most strange football games you'd ever want to see. 21 nothing. the Lions lead it, but... You would think that they're dominating this thing. Defensively, they actually are, but offensively, they've barely been able to move the football. Second down, 17 yards to go. Zimmerman in the backfield. And the handoff goes right up the middle. And taking it up the middle is Love to the 40, and he puts his head down and bowls forward out to about the 43, maybe the 44-yard line. That's going to be a gain of about seven, the yardage that they lost, plus one. Loves came in, had several carries here for Manchester, back-to-back drives. He's done a nice job. 5-4, 190. Avon, Indiana. They also had Christian Smith, the senior, that did a good job in the second quarter. Third down, nine yards to go from the 43. Zimmerman's going to roll out to the left. Heavy rush, he's going to be hit and thrown down by Noah Hammond, third sack of the day. Boy, Noah Hammond wasn't even touched on that play. Zimmerman tried to roll out, and Hammond was right there waiting for him on a big sack. Boy, he got in quicker than you could say sack. (laughs) Yeah, it was a blink of an eye. He was in the backfield. Nice job, Hammond. Third sack of the ball game by the Lions, and Kibler will come in to punt the football away. This will be his tenth punt of the afternoon. As the clock continues to run, four minutes left to go. Zakeem Hunley is back set to return for the Lions. Low snap, but Kibler gets it, and it's a spiral that Hunley is going to take in at the 30. Cuts to the right, now back to midfield to the 40. 45, and he's going to be dropped at about the 42-yard line. 
Huntley looks comfortable back there, returning punts. He had a couple of nice cuts right there. Nice, nice pickup, 10 to 15 yards. Gives him out starting field position right around midfield. And uh, Hundley's done a nice job in the replacement of Troy Speakman today. 33-yard punt, 17-yard return. First and 10 for the Lions at their own 47. New quarterback in for the Lions, Dave. Looks like number 16. And the handoff goes right up the middle to Mariano Rivera. Rivera cuts it out to the left across midfield to the 45-yard line. He's going to gain seven on the play, and it'll bring up second down. Matt Mark Glassmeyer, the quarterback from Cincinnati Marymount, the six-footer, 190 pounds. So Prather has left, and Glassmeyer is in. With the 21-0 lead, the Lions... Decide to go with their backup and Glassmeyer handoff up the middle to Mariano Rivera and Rivera takes it inside the 40 right behind Danny Mabe the center and he'll be dropped at about the 37 yard line. That's going to be a gain of eight and another first down for the Lions. Good job by McKenzie to come in, pick up the first down. He runs hard. He's a downhill runner. He's got the speed on the edge. Good to see McKenzie get in the end zone again today. 31 in blue for the Lions. Eight carries, 25 yards on the day for McKenzie. Mo had a birthday this week and came in with 418 yards. 211 yards, excuse me. And now the handoff to McKenzie up the middle, breaks inside a tackle, inside the 30 and spins forward to the 29-yard line. That's a gain of another eight yards. This is kind of what this Lions offense can do to you. They... Offensive lines getting a good push. You got a big solid back behind you. McKenzie, just hand the ball off to him and let him pick up seven, eight yards of carry. And this is a perfect time to do this late in the third quarter with a big lead. Glassmeyer, the quarterback, has replaced Tyler Prather. Hand off to McKenzie. McKenzie at the line gets down to about the 28 yard line. Gain of a yard. Flag on the far side of the field. One yard on the play. Austin Brock doesn't appear to be too happy about the call. And it will be against the Lions as they're looking at the Manchester bench to see if they want to accept the penalty or not. Illegal shift against the Lions. And that will mark it back near the 35-yard line, just inside the 35 with 2.19 to go in the third quarter. Lions lead at 21 nothing. This one has not been what we expected it would be. Second down, it remains. Eight yards to go. Glassmeyer, handoff to Mariano McKenzie, breaks a tackle, but is knocked off his feet at about the 33-yard line for a couple-yard gain. And the clock continues to run. A minute 53. In the third. Hayden Bell into the ball game and leaving is Powell. Third down, six yards to go from the 33. They need to get inside the 30. Actually inside about the 28-yard line. McKenzie stays in the backfield. Brock and Newton out wide to the right. Cam York's into the ball game, wide to the left. Hayden Bell on the line, tight end left, dropping back. Glassmeyer, first t- pass of the day, throws it upfield to Hayden Bell, and he missed him incomplete, threw it short. 
Yeah, Glassmeyer had Hayden Bill wide open down the sideline, just underthrew him. It would have been a touchdown if he would have gave Bill some room to go and catch it, just underthrown by Glassmeyer. And it'll be punting time for the Lions from the 33-yard line. They'll send in Ryan Murray to try to put in a coffin corner punt. So the Lions send him out. And set to return back near his goal line is Markel Jackson. And let's see what Ryan can do here in a punting situation. Good snap. Ryan kicks it towards the corner, and it will go out of bounds outside the pylon. And now the officials are going to confer and see if it went out of bounds. Now they'll call a touchback. And it will go back to Manchester at the 20. This is one of those games, Chris, that it has not gone the way we thought it would go. And if you thought somebody was going to do something well, they haven't. If you thought somebody was going to do something badly, they didn't. Yeah, you just, just have to find ways to win ball games. sometimes. Your defense is playing outstanding. Manchester's only has 77 total yards. So story of the ball game is the Mount defense, the Mount special teams, giving the short field to the offense. And you look up at the scoreboard and you're up 21 nothing. Yeah. Zimmerman, the quarterback, on first and 10 from the 20, rolls out to his right, and he throws it out into the flat, complete near the 25-yard line to the receiver. Sean Sims. Sims, 5'11", 180-pounder from Rockford, Michigan. Ever been to Rockford? No, sir. Blink and you miss it. (laughs) Nick Stevenson in on the tackle for the Lions, 26 on the play. Under a minute to go. Second down, six yards to go. Make it four yards to go for a first down after a six-yard completion. Handoff up the middle. And it goes to Smith, and Smith's going to get hit at the 25 and dropped right there, about a half-yard loss. Boy, this defense has been fun to watch. They're ranked number one in the conference, and you can really tell why. They've been really tough today on the ground, limiting the passing, the defense backs, the safeties. Everybody's playing well. Everybody's flying to the ball, and Rick Thompson's got something special building here at the Mount defensively. Third down, four yards to go. Manchester will have to snap the ball before the end of the quarter. Stevenson, one of the linebackers out in coverage on the right-hand side. Dropping back is Zimmerman. Now he's going to roll to the left. He's going to get hit behind the line and dropped. Brought down by Declan Brophy again. That'll be the fourth sack of the afternoon by the Lions. Loss of four on the play. That'll bring the third quarter to an end with the Lions up 21 to nothing in this defensive line again. Great coverage on the back end, and then Declan Brophy can't speak enough about what he's done this season. He's had a great game here today. So your score at the end of three, it's the Mount 21, the Spartans nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Where are you headed? Where would you like to go? New heights, right? That's why you're going to college in the first place. At Mount St. Joseph University, we integrate academic excellence, real-world experience, and individual attention so that you can go further than you ever thought possible. In fact, over 96% of our graduates over the past three years were employed or pursuing graduate studies within six months of graduation. Are you ready to climb higher? Begin your ascent at msj.edu. 
Real estate investors, it's time lenders make it easy on you. And we have at Cover 3, affiliated with the Mortgage Network. This past year has been tough on investors, but we don't care. Try the no-income verification loan to purchase or refi your properties, owner or non-owner occupied. We only want leases, application, and a couple of other documents. And that gets you into the 4 to 5% range. Minimum credit score needed is 620. Contact Cover 3 today to get pre-approved. 312-248-4366. Well, as we enter the final 15 minutes of this ball game, it is 21-0. The Lions on top of it, and Manchester will do something that they become very familiar with doing today, and that's punt the football. This will be the 10th football punt of oh, the day. Kittler muff, muffled the punt. Pick it picked up. up by Donnerworth. He'll take it in for the touchdown. Now there's flags down all over the place, and let's see what that's going to be. Looks like a lo- low snap there, and he muffed the snap and kicked it around a little bit on the ground. I think that's going to go against Manchester, Chris. I think they're going to say that Kibler tried to kick the football. Yes, I agree, and Devin Donaworth's heads-up play was able to get in, pick up the football, and run it in for a touchdown for the Lions. And it will be legal kicking of the ball. Declined by the Lions, touchdown Donaworth, and it is 27 to nothing. Special teams and defense today for the Lions have been outstanding. Devin Donaworth has done a lot this year, and he deserves that TD. I agree. The kid's played outstanding. He's got a couple interceptions. Defensively, he's been tough. And uh, that was a heads-up play right there and a big score for the Lions to extend the lead. Farbsing will come in to attempt the extra point. He is 3-for-3 three three on the afternoon. Rutgers in the holder. Kick is up. And it is good. We're going to keep it right here so Chris cannot watch the Georgia-Kentucky game. 28 nothing mount on top of it, and the Lions have done today, Chris, what Manchester has made a living at this season, and that is taking advantage of turnovers. I agree. That's three turnovers there on the ball game today, and uh, the defense and the special teams has been really special, even from the punting, the kickoff returns, the kicking. The PATs, everything's really went good for the Lions defensively and through the special teams, and uh, they get all the credit today for the performance. On the scoreboard in the second or third quarter, excuse me, two minutes to go, Rose Holman taking it easy on Anderson. They lead it 62 to 7. Franklin is up with three minutes to go in the third quarter, 45 to 6, and Hanover is winning their game at home against Defiance. 41 to nothing, and we go to Defiance next week. So it looks like across the league today, a lot, basically four games going on, four blowouts. Absolutely. Yep, you're right there. And at the end of the day, you're going to see a two-team tie in first place between Rose and the Mount. 14.54 left to go in the ball game here. It's 28 nothing. And the ball blew off the tee, so <laughs> Farfsing, he got within two steps of it, and the ball just took a nosedive. Just a really good performance by this football team. They just continue to get better and better each week. You have to find ways to win games in different ways. Obviously, last week, the offense, 444 yards. This week, the defense and the special teams, and really good performance on homecoming. Mason Owens now will hold it on the tee as Farfsing will kick it off. It takes a bounce. Past the run, the returner at the 10 to the 15, 20, 25. Dylan Paul 
is the receiver. And he takes it out to about the 26-yard line. So, they will have it first and 10 at their own 26. And let's see who is in at quarterback. I believe it is still Zimmerman. Zimmerman, 2 of 10 on the afternoon with an interception. And he is in at quarterback. And he has got Paul right behind him. Paul gets the handoff up the middle. And he's going to be thrown down from behind after about a yard gain out to the 28-yard line. Again, where you think they're at, just add a yard. Yeah, Noah Hammond in on the tackle, 97. Jonathan Finn leads us in tackles today with seven. Anthony Wright with six. Declan Brophy, nice day, five tackles. Second down, eight yards to go at the 28-yard line. Zimmerman, the quarterback, he's got Paul to the left of him. Lions would love to have the shutout here this afternoon. Now Paul is going to move into the Wildcat, and Zimmerman moves off to the left. Fake handoff, Paul right up the middle, dropped right at the line of scrimmage for no gain. Great job, Anthony Wright, coming in on the outside blitz in the Wildcat package and takes down Paul for no gain. I don't think there's a better linebacker in the Heartland than Anthony Wright. Love watching him play on Saturdays, I can tell you that. There's not a better trio of linebackers in the Heartland Conference than Fisher, Finn, and Wright. All three are outstanding. Leadership, their toughness, they're just really good core for this defense. Third down, a long eight yards to go. Zimmerman has got Paul off to the left of him. Drops back, looks upfield. Good pocket, throws over the middle. It's intercepted by Noah Abel at the 45. Boy, he wasn't expecting that. (laughs) He overthrew his intended receiver, Darren Lathrop, and it went right into the hands of Noah Abel. Exactly. He threw the ball over the middle of the field, high over his receiver's head, and Noah Abel just sitting there right at the middle of the field, and the ball hits him right in the hands, and he gets the interception. Twelfth interception for this defense of the Lions on the season. Outstanding. Quarterback change for the Lions. And let's see who that is. Looks like it's 19, Ty Humphrey. So Ty Humphrey will come into the ball game. He's out of Knoxville, 5'9", 205 pounds. And Humphrey will hand it off up the middle. And it goes to Ari Turner. Ari Turner breaks it across the 40 to the 35 and then is spun out of bounds at about the 36-yard, make it about the 34-yard line. That's a gain of 11 for Ari and a first down. Nice run right there, Ari Turner. And then looks like we've also got number 24, Gary Powell, in the ball game at tight end. So the Lions are using this opportunity to get some youngsters into the ball game. And Turner, big time run right there. First and ten from the 34-yard line. Handoff up the middle to Turner, and Turner's going to get hit and drop for about a yard loss. A lot of scrums going on all over the field, but no flags down. So loss of about a half yard. Now into the ball game for the Lions is Shavante McGriff. McGriff out of Dayton, Ohio. 5'10", 205 pounds. He's into the contest at running back. McGriff. And dropping back the pass and throws over on the left-hand side to Samples. It is incomplete. Samples couldn't come up with it on the pass from Humphrey. Number 
Samples, of course, has not played the last couple of games. Good to see him out there, the senior, Chase Samples, number 11. Senior, 6'3", 175, from down in LaGrange, Kentucky, right down the road from me, Oldham County. So good to see him back healthy and out on the field. We've never held that against him. <laughs> 12.23 to go. Samples, you know, as you said, good to see him back. Now moving in motion to the far side is Rutgerson. Now he reverses his field. comes back, dropping back Humphrey. Humphrey, pump fake, rolls out to the right. He's going to throw the ball into the end zone to Rutgerson. Hung up, and it's intercepted. Intercepted on the play by Manchester's cornerback. And that is Michael Cross. Cross with the interception, the senior out of Lafayette, Indiana. So Humphrey, with his first pass and first interception, gives it back to Manchester as the Lions lead at 28 nothing. Yeah, Humphreys is going to want that one back on film. Just threw it into two, three-man coverage right there, and uh, sometimes you just got to eat the ball right there and live to play another down. But uh, nice play there by the Manchester defense. Creates another turnover for them on the day, and they start to drive back on their own eight. Final score, Cincinnati defeated UCF. 56 to 21 this afternoon. So they'll stay at at least number three. Zimmerman, handoff, goes off the left tackle across the 10, out to the 15, and struggling forward near the 20 yard line is the Manchester running back, Love. Jalen Love back into the ball game, so they're, they're really shuttling in like four or five running backs here today. Twelve minutes and running left to go in the ball game. We will be at Defiance next week. Always a tough place to play because it's in the middle of a basic field and the wind just is swirling up there. Dropping back is Zimmerman. He's going to throw it deep and it is incomplete. Good coverage on Greer by Noah Abel. Yeah, they've been going back and forth all day long, and uh, Noah Abel's been tough, man. He's he's got to be one of the best cornerbacks in the in the region, maybe even in the country. Man to man coverage, that kid is tough. Step by step, right there with Greer to break that pass up. Eleven forty left to go in the ball game. Next week we'll be on as usual. Twelve thirty with rewind. One o'clock pregame, and one thirty from Defiance. 11.40 left to go. Always love to go back there. Zimmerman. Handoff up the middle to Love. Love now cuts it off right tackle. Spinning. Hit by Stevenson and brought right down at the 21-yard line. Gain of maybe a half yard, third and nine. Used to do the games in Defiance and always fun to go back up there and see friends. Defiance had a bye week this week. No, they were... They're playing Hanover. They're playing Hanover. Okay. And getting blown out, it is now 42 to nothing. So Defiance is looking maybe back-to-back weekends of scoreless football for them. Lost 22 to nothing to Manchester last yeah. week. So, And the Lions throwing a shutout here this afternoon. Zimmerman on third and nine. He's going to get hit. Spuns away and then gets knocked down. Coming in and picking up the sack for the second time today is Matt Breedis. Defense, defense, defense. That's what the Lions have been doing the last few weeks, and it's continued today and shows why they're number one in the conference. 28 nothing. Lions with the lead and with ten and a half left to go in the ball game. Coming in to punt it away again will be Kibler. 
Kibler, 10 punts, 38 yards, a punt. Last time he dropped the snap from center. This one's low, but he gets that one, just two-step punt, end-over-end kick that'll hit at the 47 in Mount Territory and be downed by one of the upbacks at about the 40, call it the 50-yard line with 10-11 to go in the ballgame. Now, Dave, looks like Tyler Prather is going to come back into the ballgame for the Lions. So Prather is back in. Tyler, 13 for 25 in the ballgame, an interception, two touchdowns, sacked once, and he returns with Mariano McKenzie. Receivers out wide on both sides, tight end right, Hayden Bell off the line. Prather sidearms it, goes to Bell, and Bell's going to get hit and dropped behind the line of scrimmage, about a half-yard loss. Yeah, nice tackle, Michael Cross coming down. Bell's a big guy to take down, cuts him down at the ankles. Bell is tripped up well, they're going to put him right back just shy of the 50-yard line. Second down, 10 yards to go. Manchester came down here last night for this game. And now the officials blow the play dead. And one of the DBs is coming out of the ball game. Checking back into the lineup is Jamil Hubbard. Hubbard, the defensive player of the week. And leaving the contest was Michael Cross, the strong safety. So now Manchester showing a 3-4. Prather's going to throw it upfield. He's got a receiver incomplete. No flag on the play. Trying to go to Gavin Watt or check that to Caden Pollard. So Pollard went over his head. Prather just has not had the it factor today as far as the accuracy. Yeah, just the accuracy and the touch. He had that last week, just never really got into a rhythm uh, here early in this ball game. And, uh, you know, that's why you have teammates on the defensive side of the ball and the special teams to help you out. Third and ten. Now Ari Turner is going to move over and shift from the left side of Prather to the right side. Prather will take the snap. Heavy rush. Ball gets battered at the line of scrimmage into the air and dropped to the turf before it could be intercepted on the play by John Madston. So with 9.13 to go, Lions will punt it. Ryan Murray will come in and kick it away. Well, coming up here in a few minutes will be Game two of the American League Championship Series, Houston and Boston. Later on tonight, Dodgers are taking on Atlanta. Good snap. Murray gets it away. High, nice punt. That'll be taken in at about the 18-yard line. And there's a... The officials blew it dead because... David Smith signaled for a fair catch and then turned around and ran with the football. So it'll be dead at about the 14-yard line, and that's where Manchester will have it. It used to be a penalty if you did that. Nine oh four left to go. You know, it's really, it's really interesting that Atlanta won 88 games this year. The Dodgers won 107. And Atlanta gets the home field advantage because they won the division. Yeah, won the division. Dodgers had to win the wild card. Then they knocked out the Giants in a series. And uh, should be two good series. Astros beat the Red Sox last night to take a 1-0 lead in that series. 
So the Lions on defense trying to pitch this shutout and finish it out, and they've got some substitutions into the ball game now. We'll try to pick up those substitutions for you as we go along. Zimmerman, the quarterback still. Handoff goes off the left-hand side to, I believe, Paul. Paul's going to take it out across the 15 to the 17-yard line. Number 32, Christian Smith with the carry. Well, check that. That was Christian Smith with the carry. About a three-yard pickup. In its safety right now for the Lions is Clay Thompson out of McMinnville, Tennessee, 5'11", 160. Getting his first scene of action. Snap, low snap. Zimmerman's got to pick it up off the ground, and he's going to barely get back to the line of scrimmage for no gain. Yeah, he fumbled. The, or the snap was low. He had to pick it up, and that defensive line was just sitting there as they all been all day long and just can't speak enough of what this defense has done today. 91 total yards of offense for Manchester today. Yeah, they've been out. I mean, the defense has just done what they've had to do. Nick Stevenson into the ball game. Also in for the Lions. Austin Price out at one corner. Dropping back. Zimmerman throws into the flat and it is complete. Nice catch. Out on the left-hand side by Harrington Greer, their leading receiver. And Dave, I believe that's going to be his first catch of the day. You're right. So it's first and ten. But we haven't said that much on a third down conversion for Manchester. Before that play, they were two of eleven on third down conversions. Seven and a half remaining. Zimmerman fake handoff. Drops back. Steps up into the pocket. Now rolls to the right. Picks up a couple of yards out to the 29-yard line before he is dropped on the play by the Lions' Lucas Bowling out of Milford, Ohio. 5'10", 195. Really nice to see the Lions be able to get some young guys out there, get some in-game experience. Bowling in at linebacker also. Number six, Mason Owens in there at linebacker. So just really good opportunity for these young guys. Second down, nine yards to go. High snap. Zimmerman brought it down. Hands it off to Paul. Paul gets it out to about the 30-yard line. Maybe a yard gain. And it'll bring up third down and about eight yards to go. Third down and eight. Third down, eight yards to go for a first down for Manchester. They are a two of 11 in third down conversions today. 6.20 and running. Left to go in the ball game. Next week we're in defiance. Here comes the blitz. Stevenson off the corner and there's flags all over the place. Pass is complete out on the right hand side. Out to the 25 to the 27. Doing a lot of scampering around is Cam Hall who caught the pass, and he's going to be dropped at about the 30-yard line, maybe about a yard on the completion, but the flags are all over the place, and I think the Lions were probably, nope, it's an illegal formation against Manchester. So the Lions will decline it, and Manchester will punt it. I 
I don't know if, if Kibler is going to ice his leg on the bus ride home <laughs> or what, but that thing has really gotten some work out today and not the way that he was thinking. Yeah, he's a special player, though. He won HCAC Special Teams Player of the Week last week, 16 of the 22 points for them last week against the win over Defiance. Good punt. Hunley's going to let it bounce. It goes by him inside the 25. He fumbled it, kicked it away. The ball was still loose on the field. It's picked up by Manchester, and he was down at the 12-yard line. Not sure who recovered the fumble, but Manchester is going to have it down at about the 12. Or are they going to say it is going to be Manchester ball? Yeah, I agree, Dave. I think they're going to mark it down at the 12 where he picked up the fumble. Off the muff fumble of Hunley trying to pick it up off the turf, off the bounce of the punt. Yeah, he'd have been a lot better just off. To just to let it just, go. Yep. Well, now the shutout is in danger. This is what Manchester can do to you. They just lull you to sleep and then boom. All of a sudden, they're back in front, but it's 28 nothing here with 5.28 left to go. Zimmerman, the quarterback, he's got love to the left of him. Handoff love right up the middle. Skips, and he gets it down to about the nine. Gain of four on the carry. Looks like we put our first-team defense back out there, just trying to get the shutout, keep the, keep the momentum going into defiance next week. Yep. Second down, seven yards to go, long seven. Fake handoff Zimmerman into the end zone, and it is incomplete. Ooh. Flag comes in from the side, and it'll be a Ill- pass interference penalty called against, I believe it's going to be against Andrew Pierce, but, boy, that was questionable. Yeah, you can I'm almost argue sure that it was catchable. Yeah, that was just what I was going to bring up. And it will be first down as it will be first down and it will be put at the two yard line. On the replay, it looked like it could have been called uncatchable, honestly, Dave. And that's what the Lions coaching staff's arguing and now we're going to have a timeout on the field. And Rick Thompson is going to come out and he is not happy about that call. He just gave <laughs> Andrew Pierce a low five. They thought that was a great play defensively by the wide receiver transfer to corner. When you talk about a coaching staff that loves their kids, they're passionate about the game, this Lions football staff just works hard day in and day out, and uh, they're just an all-in about this program, trying to take it to the next level. Can't speak enough about the coaching staff up and down the lineup here uh, for these kids. They love these kids, they love the school, and they're doing an outstanding job. Well, they recruit. Last week, they had about 30 kids here recruiting them. Today, there was another 10 or 12 that were here being recruited during the homecoming ceremonies. Yeah, it's just been a great weekend overall for the Mount. So, first down 10 for Manchester from the two-yard line of the Mount. Lions with their first team defense in. Zimmerman has got love off to the... Right of him, handoff Love. He's going to be hit behind the line, struggles forward. He's going to be down at the one. Julius Fisher came in, I think, Chris, and got the initial hit. It was either him or Wright. 
you name one of those, it's got to be in on the play because they're all three always in. Fisher, Finn, or Wright, somebody's in on the play. Rick Thompson still giving the official <laughs> an earful from about 30 yards away on the sideline. Second down goal to go from the one. Zimmerman, he's going to hand it off up the middle, upended at the goal line. Still going to call him short. He's still short. Yeah. Manchester signaling for the touchdown, but I don't know. You know, we're we're a good 75, 80 yards away from it, but it didn't look like he got in. And they're going to put him just shy of the goal line. Third down. Call it about a half yard. Lions really wanting this shutout here this afternoon, the way they played. Third down, about a half yard to go. Zimmerman in the backfield with Love. And the ball snapped by Zimmerman. Nice play. Dropped at the four. Nice play, Anthony Wright coming in, flying downhill to make a play. Zimmerman bobbled the snap, and Wright came in on the blitz and got him. Great play. And now Manchester, let's see what they decide to do. Are they going to bring in Kibler? They're going to keep the offense on the field. And they will. So it will be fourth and goal from the five-yard line. They bring in trips to the far side. Zimmerman, the quarterback, with love in the backfield. Fourth and goal. Zimmerman rolls to the left, looks into the end zone, stops, steps up, throws into the end zone, incomplete, knocked away defensively, and the Lions keep the shutout alive. Great stand right there by our defense. Rick Thompson and that defense and that coaching staff really wanted that, and they delivered. Good job. Finn, right, in this defensive line. Outstanding job right there late in this ball game, even though it was 28 nothing. That speaks volumes of what this defense is fully about. Absolutely. 3.08 to go in the ball game. And the Lions have got... Well, it looks like Prather is still in the ball game at quarterback. It is. So they've got the ball first and ten from their own five-yard line. Prather the quarterback. Tight formation. Handoff. Goes off on the left-hand side. Running it out across the 15 near the 20 is Shavante McGriff. Nice run right there by Shavante yeah. McGriff. Got out on the edge. Picked up 12 on the carry. Well, now they're going to say they're going to bounce him back, I guess, at the 15. So, Well, to tell you the truth, Chris, where they've got the ball marked, it was not a first down, but they gave him the first down. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a 10-yard gain for McGriff. He's still in the backfield behind Prather and Prather, just letting the play clock milk away. Two and a half left to go in the ball game. Ten on the play clock. Boy, what a great crowd this has been here today. Hand off to McGriff off the left-hand side. Struggles forward, almost broke it, and he's brought down at the 21 after a six-yard game. Yeah, you mentioned the crowd today, Dave. The tailgate scene before the game was outstanding. We were able to walk around and just kind of experience this homecoming weekend. You had the Hall of Fame dinner last night and a really good weekend for Mount St. Joseph University, showing off this campus, showing off these athletes, and just showing what we're really about here on campus. It's a family atmosphere, and it showed this weekend. Two minutes to go in the ball game. We're under two minutes now. Second down, four yards to go. Play clock down to seven. 
And the handoff again off to McGriff off the right-hand side. He's got the first down. Boy, this kid runs hard. He is. Across the 25, out to the 27-yard line. I like it. Kid's running hard. 28-0 game. Give me my carries. I'm going to run hard. The freshman from Dayton, Ohio. First and 10 out to the 28-yard line. Lions just content to keep it on the ground. They can run about 25 seconds more off the clock. A minute 22 left to go. Lions will go to four and two. They'll win three in a row. And they'll win six in a row over Manchester. Manchester will drop to two and one in the conference. The Lions will be three and oh in the conference. Brather takes the handoff, takes the snap handoff to McGriff. McGriff spinning away from one tackle but can't get away from a couple others and has dropped near the line of scrimmage for no gain. This speaks volumes of just what this coaching staff and these players relation. Rick Thompson's walking up and down the sideline after that big stand by the defense. He's congratulating every defensive player today, telling them an outstanding job for a shutout. Just unbelievable. This, this is great to watch on the sideline. Second down. Ten yards to go, Prather, as this clock milks away. We are down to 25 seconds left to go, ten on the play clock. Should be the last play of the ball game. Prather hands it off to McGriff. McGriff gets hit and dropped behind the line of scrimmage for a three-yard loss. But that is going to do it here this afternoon from Schuler Field, where your final score here today, Mount St. Joseph, 28 the Spartans, nothing on homecoming. The Lions move to 4-2, and 3-0 and in conference play. Manchester drops to 2-4, and four, and they are now 2-1 and one in the Heartland Conference. Chris Morris and I will be back to wrap things up from Schuler Field right after these timeouts.